Kiva, need a podcast, episode number 67. Just two adults talking about the view here today. And uh, of course, let's bring in the man who is the founder of Robin Akiva, need a podcast, the 32 fans podcast, father of four. Here he is, uh, the world's greatest uncle, Uncle Kiva. It's Wienaker. Keep Wienaker. I'm first of all, I'm already excited because you seem like you're in a very good mood. You seem like you're happy to be here today. Well, I'm, fi- I'm fired up. Akiva yeah. and I have been uh, basically going for about uh, 30 minutes. The uh, $75 patrons have heard a lot of scheduling talk. Uh, yes. Basically, a preamble to the mailbag as we are uh, already debating ideas and schedule and, 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 and much more. So uh, it should be a fun episode today. Yeah, I am excited. I wasn't like, I don't think people were jumping out of their seats for this episode, but I now I think they should be excited because I, I liked what I had to see this week. On okay, so here we are coming off of episode number 66. Rob Nakiva are not smarter than a sixth grader. We are going mm-hmm. to be uh, enjoying the view. Rob Nakiva, enjoy the view, which was pitched to us by Michael J. Clark. And it involved us going in and watching The View. Akiva has watched all five days of the iconic ABC talk show, The View, this week, correct? Uh, well, the most iconic show in television history. Is if that you watch this week? If is, you watch this week's episode, is that what, of the according View. to The View? Uh, Abby Huntsman, who uh, was the big news this week, one of the five co hosts, uh, announced she was leaving going into the week, and this was her final week. Yes. When she was saying goodbye this week, said this is the most iconic show in television history. Yes. Okay. Should we draft iconic shows in television history? Like, are you sure? Is that an exact quote? You go next. Is that an exact quote? Exact quote. This is the most iconic show in television history. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what your definition of iconic is. Has had the most icons hosting it. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, all right. That's what we're here to do. We're going to talk about this week on The View. Because it's a weird show. And we're going to talk about all-time history of The View. And did you feel like that we're prepared to do this, Uncle Kiwi? What, to draft The View teams no, also? to draft The View teams to be... Do, did we need a View expert here? And is there such a thing? Is there somebody that's like, hey, I've never missed an episode. I'm a View stan. 23 seasons and counting. I'll say this. We, anytime we say, hey, we're going to do Riverdale. We're going to do Dawson's Creek. We get 10 people messaging us like, if you need somebody, <laughs> just to let us know. I did not get one of those messages this week. I am a view diehard. I DVR it. When I go on vacation, I make sure to watch it when I come back. Not one person. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, This was the perfect time for you to enjoy the view as uh, a man with a lot of downtime on his hands. Yeah, I think my downtime might be coming to an end, which is very okay. sad. That's, okay, well, this might be, uh, you know, maybe one of the few times in your life you get to enjoy the view. I mean, no, I, I'm I'm now with Team View. Like, I'm going to keep watching okay. it when I get <laughs> home in. from work. You're in. Yeah, I think I'm in. Okay. 
Akiva, what's the best way to uh, tackle this? Do you want to talk about the the history, the legacy of the view, the uh, in the all time big picture, or do you want to talk about the micro and talk about uh, what your experience was watching the view all week? I think we just start with the micro, and then maybe we could talk about uh, other things. But just to let people know, like who, if they haven't, because I didn't know. Like I'm very familiar with the show, but I had no idea who are you know the currently in the five view chairs now. Okay. So well, do you want to back, explain who the view five are? Yeah. For anybody who is, uh, for whatever, wait, what is what? What's the view? The, if they're confused, okay. The view is a daytime talk show. Airs, uh, I think, in most markets around eleven a.m. and five days a week. And it was started, I believe, in nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, with uh, really Barbara Walters was sort of like the. Uh, journalist piece of it and then it also featured uh, a number of other women uh including meredith vieira who was a journalist star jones who was a lawyer comedian joy behar with uh, i didn't know she was uh the original og yeah, she left she left for a year or two but she's she was there at the beginning yes and then debbie matinopoulos who uh history has forgotten no offense history has Debs. forgotten I, we should have gotten her on the podcast we probably could have gotten her yeah, I don't know what she's doing these days. Uh, but that, so it has been a staple of ABC daytime television uh, since August of uh, 1997. And now in its current form, I, I feel like that it tackled a, a lot of different topics. But Kiva, in mm-hmm. 2020, yes. like most things, that it, it's, it's kind of a weird show in that it's uh, a lot of political talk followed by celebrity interviews which i kind of feel like is an, a weird combo okay yeah what was shocking to me i thought because i have more familiarity with uh kelly and whomever now ryan uh and the today show yeah which the today show definitely does hard news i don't think kelly and ryan does hard news i'm not sure i have not watched it the today show but, format is you know that they open up like i hear the headlines and then mm-hmm. you know the show gets uh softer and softer as it goes on through its four hours the view in 2020 is a show about arguing about politics yes 100 they embrace it all the ads if you i don't know if you watched it with the when they come back from commercial, they'll be like the view, the number one political talk show on television. That's yes. how they promote themselves. Akiva. And I could not help but think, I think it was, but one week ago today, you and I talked about and about your idea for the world's greatest podcast. You said, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, what would be the best idea ever? There should be a show where people just argue about politics like they get like a conservative and they get a liberal and they get them on there and they should just argue with each other and i said that sounds like a terrible idea for yeah. a podcast it's like no 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 no, it, it'd be the greatest show ever and then the universe blessed you with getting to watch five episodes of the view do you stand by your statement I rescind my statement. <laughs> Not by the way, I don't want to make it seem like I detested this show because I think there are a lot of interesting parts of it. But also, my idea was two people, not five people, yelling over each other. Yeah. One of whom has no idea how to appear on television. Oh, um, well, I'm interested <laughs> in which one. It could be. Uh, it could be we'll, a number of we'll get suspects. There. Uh, qu- quick uh, Twitter check: Debbie Matinopoulos. Yeah, more or fewer followers than Robbie C. Um, I would say fewer. Uh, yeah, 58.2,000. Okay, what is she doing? Is she active? 
Uh, she tweets a lot. Her, la- her last tweet was Happy Hanukkah from Hallmark. She retweeted it. Okay. Before, before that was... Uh, what do you mean from Hallmark? Is, is that, was what? that the tweet? Yeah, Hallmark tweeted Happy Hanukkah and she retweeted it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she must work. I guess she works for the Hallmark channel. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was uh, like a joke tweet of Happy Hanukkah from Hallmark. Like that's uh, no, she she's on a show now. I see called Home and I guess she's on like uh, the the Hallmark Channel's version of the View. Oh yes, Home and yes, Family. no, I've I, I've heard of it. Yes, yes, you've heard of it. Yes, it's a long story. Uh, okay, they had Kelly Pickler on. Heard of it recently? She yes. doesn't tweet a lot. Yes, Kelly Cameron Pickler, Matheson, American Idol. Yeah, uh, Cameron Matheson, who I'm not familiar with. Uh, is the other uh, is is the other co-host? Okay, cool. I think actually, with the idea that would be a good podcast, and maybe this exists, that I think there should be two people who actually like each other. Who then one is have a like of of a conservative background, and the other person is more of a liberal or progressive background, and mm-hmm. they talk to each other and try to explain the other point of view. Of that, but they 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 enjoy each other's company and aren't just trying to score points and dunk on the other person. Yeah, I think if they were friends, and also I think you actually go nowadays, you'd go for like a leftist and a Trump supporter, not like two moderates who are just like you know a never Trump yeah, Republican and but like they're a also best friends. Yeah, but, uh, they're, the, but there isn't. No, I do think wasn't that Hannity and Combs back in the day? No, also, well, I think that the rub on that was that you know Hannity is you know uh, is Hannity, and I think the show was sort of that as, yeah. at least as I understood it was sort of portrayed as sort of like it's like hey, it's the Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals, oh, okay. and well, maybe they intend maybe they had good intentions, and Hannity was so much better on yeah. TV than well, Combs. The, I I, the late great Adam Combs, I, I, I again, I, I don't know you know uh, exactly what the pitch meeting was on that show, but yeah. I think that it was sort of served as like like uh you know hannity is is uh, epic and awesome and combs uh is sort of like well you know it didn't re- you know would get dunked on by hannity and that was the show yeah so the the view five now uh joy behar who we said has essentially been there almost the whole time do they have a name for the are they sort of uh like is there a, the, the the five sum of the they view? call them the starting five the starting five okay no i made that up i made that up oh. i don't think that's what they call they don't have. They just say like the women at this table. They because I do. It is a little bit like uh, when you say the starting five that when they come out, uh, it is not unlike you know the announcement of a basketball team uh, lineup. Yes. Because here is the, I have some audio clips because I've watched also a lot of the View this week as well. Here is what it sounds like when uh, the View crew comes out and then there's always a captain of the team uh and currently it is whoopi goldberg so uh here's what this sounds like they walk out that's every day Yeah. Okay. Uh, First of all, Akiva, should we change the intro to uh, this show? Should it be like, welcome to Renap, 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 welcome to Renap. She really says it 30 times every day. I'll say I grew very fond of Whoopi Goldberg over this week. I think she is quite a character. She was she was only there four days this week. She was not there on Friday. Joy Behar had to be the captain. Yes. She's clearly the point guard of the show. Uh, which makes sense because you're really the only one who gets the talk. Like yes. you, you know, you get, and like it also makes sense that she four. is a former coach of the New York Knicks. 
as a former According to coach. the crappy movie diaper. Yeah. And, and like Whoopi Goldberg, no offense to these other women, has a freaking EGOT. She and she hosted the Oscars. Like she is absolutely slam dunking on these other four women career wise. She is an EGOT. And again, mm-hmm. I, didn't she host the Oscars multiple times? I think so. I think she was sort yeah. of like in the uh, comic. Really, did, I don't know if Robin Williams ever hosted the Oscars, but I feel like that. Uh, that was a miss if he didn't, honestly. Although back then, I guess like serious actors probably wouldn't have. Now mm-hmm. nobody hosts them. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, by the way, great grandma. I had no idea. She, I, I, great I, for some grandma. Reason, yeah, I, for, I, for some reason, I, I sort of, because she's never really been associated with any celeb dating wise other than Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I thought maybe she was like a lifelong bachelorette. Yeah. No, she's been married a bunch of times and she uh, is a great grandma. Yeah, I feel like we don't know a lot about the personal life of Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. I did like go down a deep dive where I was like looking up her like grandkids' Instagrams. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, Whoopi. I like Whoopi. Uh, and then there's Joy Behar, who's been there f- since the beginning. Uh, icon. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, an icon. Sonny Hostin, who is who is uh, been there since 2016. Is it, uh, it Hostin or Hostin? It's Hostin. She's okay. Hostin. She's Hostin. Except she's not really Hostin. She's What's more her deal? The, is she like the Star Jones? Is she a lawyer? Uh, I don't. What's her she background? Is, yeah, she's Hostin. a lawyer. Yeah, yeah she's a lawyer. I think she comes from like investigative TV. It's weird. She to, I don't know why yeah. that that's like a position on the view of like, OK, yeah. we need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Just in case there's a big legal case. Yeah. Uh, I will say of the five, she seems to have. Um, I don't know. She hasn't really. I, I found her likable, but I don't think she's found her place on the show necessarily. Yeah. Uh, she asks good political questions that, you know, when they have when they have guests on. Then there's Megan McCain, who's the firebrand of the show. Yeah. Uh, if you wonder if she's the token conservative, wonder no more. She says it yes, five and, times per episode. And Megan McCain, uh, that she is uh, very much all the way on the right of the table. Yeah, she's on the right of the table. I wonder if that's on purpose. <laughs> that's, the con- that's the conservative seat. Oh, is that where Elizabeth has yes, set? Yes, yes. So... That's it's, it's I don't know why that on the view for whatever reason whoever is sort of you know tagged as okay the conservative firebrand they get that seat yeah Megan McCain likes to speak as they're going to commercial break start making a new point uh, it's pretty great <laughs> <laughs> like Whoopi's like all right we'll be right back and Megan is like wait 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 mm-hmm. I just thought of something yeah Republicans and Democrats should get along mm-hmm. um so she is there she brings up and- many many times per episode. Uh, that she is the token conservative, even though there are is another conservative on the panel. And many people may or may not know Megan McCain is actually the daughter of mm. the uh, late great former Arizona senator John McCain. Yeah. Do you know that it has not. Co- it, no, I I I thought maybe they were distantly related. It definitely has not come up ever on the show, but uh, that is the rumor on the street. Yes. She has not confirmed it. Yes, that she is John McCain. That John McCain is her dad. Yes. Um. And then the star uh, the fifth of the week. person, the star of the week is Abby Huntsman. I had never heard of her before. This <laughs> no, week. Me neither. I've heard of her dad. Her dad was the former governor of Utah, and I believe he's trying to be the governor of Utah again. His name is John Huntsman. Okay. I think he was, was he Obama's, um, was he Obama's, uh, uh, what's it called? Ambassador, Ambassador to China, to, possibly? No, I, I thought to, uh, to Russia. To Russia, excuse me. Uh, Obama's ambassador to Russia? Even though he's a Republican, is that possible? Um... That I know he's ambassador to Russia. I'm not sure under whose uh, administration. No, sorry, just for just for Trump. Yeah, but he was he was an ambassador under. Uh, no, I was right. Uh, Obama for China and Trump for Russia. So he is oh, okay. a, a lifelong ambassador. Yeah. Um, and I guess the serious gigs aren't aren't always uh, uh broke broken down by by uh, 
politics. So she has announced that she is leaving The View, her her you know lucrative uh, talk show, the the most iconic show in television history. Yes, to go help her dad run his gubernatorial campaign in Utah. So she's quitting her television gig. Yeah, this seems like a weird move uh, to me. And, you know, Ab- Abby Huntsman, I think I had heard the name. She seemed like that she was, uh, you know, an up and coming uh, journalist, had uh, worked for a lot of the different cable news networks before she was on The View. And now here she is. She's sort of like the, uh, you know, lieutenant commander on the she has that the where you sit on the view i think is very important she's sort of like mm-hmm. uh you know one seat over from the moderator she's like ready to you know uh jump in and, and fill in potentially i think it's uh you know she's ready to uh, to assume a leadership position even though she's sort of a, a younger woman on the panel but she's walking away from the view to go help her dad in the what what, what does the dad need help with I don't know. And what is her expertise that she needs him over like seasoned professional political people? Yeah. So it doesn't add up. Now, there was a lot of drama the last few weeks about uh, them not getting along with Megan McCain, which, to be fair, is not apparent if you just watch this week's show. They th- this week, they appeared to be all in good spirits. I think they were on. Th- there was a, there was a, you know, a lot of blind items in page six, which which loves covering the view yeah. about how like they were going to have a meeting one day, but then Megan wasn't there. And the, and the executive producer said, like, you can't have a meeting without it. It looked bad. Um, but it didn't seem like there was any ill will this week. Uh, really? Because I feel like that that the stories that I was seeing about the Abby Huntsman departure was because she was le- actually leaving because of the toxic culture at the view. No, but but you didn't see that on the show. Is all I'm saying. You didn't. Yeah. They must. I I assume if we had watched last week's show before the stories had broken, we would have seen it. Mm-hmm. But this week there weren't a lot of political fights. They were actually mostly on the same page about things. Uh, I, I think this was like the calm after the storm where they were trying to get along. But I do think she probably left because of that. There was a report in page six that her and Meghan McCain, as the two Republicans on the panel, were friends. But then Abby had tired of Meghan McCain's shtick in the last few weeks. Uh, I, I found Abby really delightful. I actually think she's pretty good. Uh, they were pro- I, so I, because when I heard the news, I'm like, oh, I'm there for sure getting rid of her. But I don't think so. I, I feel like they would have gotten rid of Meghan or Sonny before Abby. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I think that you uh, need Meghan McCain. Uh, that I feel like that she has like a more of a you know central role in terms of yeah. the show. Like I kind of yeah, feel like she that- gets you the PR. She's bad at being on the show, but she's bad enough that I think it's interesting. Well, like, if you want to have political debate, yeah. I think that she is yeah. going to be the person who is going to uh, fight with Joy Behar and yes. Whoopi the most. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, she if that's her role, she fills it well. I guess if it's like. It's not the news, right? If your role is just to like explain things properly, she's the last person on earth I think you'd want. But yeah, for the role she has, I do think she is good as a firebrand. Yeah. So Abby Hunts. I mean, isn't this a seven figure job? Like she's quitting a television show to run her dad's stupid campaign that's going to be over. She kept saying during the week she's going to be back also, which. I, I like I don't think that's canon. Like I assume they're gonna replace her. I, I don't yeah. know. It doesn't make sense to now, me. Now, do we know what the audition process is? Are they currently interviewing new hosts? I mean, should we pitch anybody? That's a good question. I honestly when I started the week, I thought that um because Joy is a former comedian. Yeah. Obviously Whoopi's a comedian. 
Megan McCain is probably the least funny person on the planet. Right. Uh, Abby is not a comedian. Yeah, Sonny they, has so basically, TV background. It's almost like that they need some sort of like, a, it's a, like a band. And so this is yeah. like the person who's sort of like the newswoman that they would need to replace with. So uh, I think that you'd probably be looking to maybe uh, somebody who is like a, a, a journalist out there, uh, you know, maybe some sort of like a, you know, political reporter who would be good to take over for the abby huntsman role yeah i was thinking also like what if you went with another comedian you go like uh Too many comedians. You know, natasha natasha legero winnie cummings ali wong uh michelle wolf no they could take the joy behar or the whoopee seat uh but mm-hmm. they can't take the abby huntsman seat uh, this isn't like a, okay. a comedy show you can't have three comedians. It would be two. I mean, what if you had four comedians and Megan McCain? That would be a great show. <laughs> it would be it would be wild. It would be a, a wild show. Uh, so we spend a lot of the week, Uncle Keevy, talking about yeah. political news of uh, sort of like the headline of the day. We really like uh, once we get past Abby Huntsman's departure on Monday. Then we spend a lot, a lot of the week uh, focused on. I feel like that the uh, Democratic primary really absorbed uh, a lot of the coverage on the View this week. Yeah, I thought going in that there would be like at least half of uh, the talk would be like Ripa style. Hey, let's talk about the royal, you know, the 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 Megxit yes, or whatever, right? No, I it, thought that would be the not news even on of the, the radar. It, it was mentioned once all week, very briefly. Yes, yeah, I would rather hear about that. Um, you know, I thought maybe they they talk a lot of Oscar stuff. No, barely. Well, the Whoopi who Whoopi is, you know, Debbie Wanner for the non-survivor listeners out there was was a survivor who every time she spoke mentioned ten different previous professions she'd had. Right, right. Whoopi is like that, like but a successful version of Debbie Wanner. Like she, Whoopi, they're talking about the Oscars, and Whoopi is like, well, yeah, I'm on the board, and we're. It's like, oh wait, you're on the Oscar board? Like what the heck? Like she is, like everything they mentioned, she is like. Uh, it has like a, you know, like a 20 page history. of It's crazy. Yeah. So they're very dialed in on the political talk. And, uh, you know, I th- really I kind of thought that it was going to be a lot of political talk and then uh, a lot of Trump talk. But they really the Trump didn't really come up too much until the end of the week. Akiva. Well, a couple of interesting things. Uh, Whoopi will not say Trump's name. <laughs> oh, I didn't she know she that. doesn't say Trump's name. Well, I noticed that it. it's in my notes from Monday. And then later in the week, she's like, yeah, you don't if you notice, I don't say his name. Yeah, uh, she won't say Trump's name. And what's weird is like they'll be in the middle of a conversation. And, and the uh, they, when they move from segment to segment, like the transitions are, are like so bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and so like you don't even know when it's happening, but they'll be like, oh, look, it's Chuck Schumer's here. And then they have like a 10 minute insanely boring conversation <laughs> with like Adam Schiff or Chuck Schumer. It like it's so weird. I. I appreciate why they're doing it, and I guess they're getting big ratings, but there's so many other places to do it that I don't know why they like chose to be a political show instead of just like a funny, you know, they have one guest a day. They don't have two. It's an hour mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Although I'm not really complaining because I think, you know, all the guests, it's weird having five people interview one person. So I don't, I, all the yeah. guest spots were, were actually the worst part of the show. And then they end every episode or almost every episode with something called View Your Deal. When it becomes so they're arguing about Iran for a half hour and then it's QVC at the end of the show. <laughs> it is. It's just very weird of um, that, that it's like a political debate 
And then, and then, like, some celebrity has to, like, uh, walk in there to these people in this very awkward situation where everybody was fighting. And now, okay, let's talk about my movie for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they, then they leave. And then, yeah. So tell me about View Your Deal. Yeah, they just have, like, a random guy come on and he tries to sell stuff and then he gives it also away to the audience. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like very Shark boring. Tank? No, he sells stuff. It's QVC. Like, yeah. He's like, here, the next, this week's hottest product is. And then he tells it to them, and then they give it away, and they give away like old magazines. Can you give me magazine. some examples of things that products that were on View Your I Deal? Honestly, I honestly, again, I watched the whole week, and I like it didn't even enter my head what he was saying. It was just so boring. <laughs> Is it always it's the really same the, guy? I, I I think it's not always the same guy. It's always like the last three minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of gadgets. They're selling gadgets. Okay. All right. I don't, so, I don't know. <laughs> um. You know, I was actually uh, very surprised this week of, you know, I, you know, I, I know that the, the feelings of the view panel uh, about Donald Trump, I think that, that uh, you could sort of be very like a uh, casual observer and, and know how, how that goes. I really was surprised of that. Did you, did it strike you that the, the view panelists all seemed to, to agree on one thing? There was one person that they really did not care for. Yes, they don't like Bernie Sanders. No, not not oh. at all. And it, it was really a couple of the days of conversation of and it's not even like that Bernie Sanders does not seem to be a, you know, the preferred candidate for mm-hmm. well and again, we, this is not a political show. That this is not the view. Akiva mm-hmm. and I are not are, are not talking about our politics. We are mm-hmm. talking about what we witnessed after watching yeah. all We're of the Sunny view this week. politics. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but I was actually really surprised how much all five and you, the one thing that unites the view is they mm-hmm. do not like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Well, I think none of them support Trump also, but that, that did, as you said, it didn't really come up this week. Uh, I um, think Megan McCain is sort she of loves like, him. She loves, she likes him the least because I mean, she, you know, he embarrassed her dad. Like she would not make icon. I also went back and I yeah. watched because the, um, when they had, was it Donald Jr. Eric who wrote the book? Uh, it but was Don Jr. Donald Jr. I think yeah. with Kim Goldfoil or every pronounce yeah. her name went on Foy, and they got booed yeah. and it was it was very poorly produced. They, the audience was going insane and booing everything they said, but like the the panel was yelling at the audience and the panel was literally fighting the whole episode with the audience. Um, and um, so she wouldn't even look at them. Like she, no, she does not like Trump. She yeah. detests him. So okay, so that maybe I uh, misunderstood because I think she sort of like walks a tightrope, but I think she does not like the man personally but uh really uh is okay with uh his policies maybe maybe but yeah uh but yeah they all hate bernie i i I, for some reason i thought Whoopi was extremely progressive and maybe she is on some issues but she came off very centrist every time they try and talk about race uh this week she's like this is not really a racial issue it came up i think multiple times um i think sunny is probably the furthest left of anybody i'd guess like Joy is probably a big Elizabeth Warren stand, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 a little strange. Oh, no. Well, I think that that uh, the preferred candidate of the View actually, I think, might have uh, shown up uh, later on in the week. But oh, we'll, we'll yeah, talk it's about possible. that. Um, and I also think they like Yang. They any, anyone who will come on their show, basically, they like. I think Yang came on, and uh, and right on Wednesday they had somebody. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, just yeah. to go back to Bernie for a second, so that uh, there was the whole thing with Bernie and Elizabeth Warren at the debate this week. And so <laughs> the, uh, the, the issue there was that they talked about how, you know, Bernie's opinions on on women were 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 discussed on the panel of The View. And I just want to play a clip. This was how Whoopi described the interaction between this is the hard-hitting political analysis that we come to the view for. This is how Whoopi described the interaction between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren at the end of the last Democratic debate. Bernie brothers' sexism problem, mm -hmm. it's following him. Yep. It's going to continue to follow it's like him. like a bad not fart. Anywhere. Yep. <laughs> right? You know, that like one lingered. It's like there's such a thing as a good fart. <laughs> yeah, there are good farts. There are. And it's like when you're on the airplane and there's nowhere to go because you can't get out. <laughs> yeah. Elevator. Yeah. You're on yeah. elevator. Oh my God. This is going nowhere. She knows it was him. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I think you just farted in the elevator. <laughs> and Tom Steyer walked right into yeah. it. Yeah. Which is always me every time. It's like, who did this? Who did this? Didn't, you just, didn't you just get stuck in the elevator? Um, Kiva. So yeah. uh, Whoopi contends uh, there's yeah. good farts and bad yeah. farts, and then and then immediately Abby Hudson says, "Yeah, like the like the like if you're on an airplane, <laughs> is that a good fart? Like the one where the whole plane has to smell it." <laughs> I think, uh, you know, the airplanes is so loud. I think that, uh, yeah, the I, noise you don't have to worry about usually on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, nobody wants to be trapped on the airplane. Oh uh, yeah. They really don't like him. Yeah. Um, uh, another, another note I had speaking of politics, uh, they had Chuck Schumer on right after that. Yes. And, uh, Chuck Schumer talks about Trump. Like he's an annoying older brother. That's how <laughs> Chuck is like, ah, oh, you know, this guy is up to like his crimes and whatever, but he talks about him like, very not seriously. It's really funny. Mm -hmm. Like oh, this this buffoon. Like oh, I've had it up to here with him. Like he's like a 1930s comedian, Chuck Schumer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Akiva, this week yeah. they had a big get yeah. on the View on yes. Wednesday. Mike Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg, mm -hmm. stopped yes. by the View to talk. He did two segments uh, with the View panel. And they, they open the show where they cut to uh, the Mike Bloomberg stands were out in the audience, Akiva. Yes. Uh, I wrote down in my in my notes, liars. Uh, and then Mike <laughs> Bloomberg, to, to give him credit, uh, admitted those are his people during the interview. <laughs> yes. He yes. said they're, they're yes. his supporters. OK, well, like, yeah, here here is. Uh, and Whoopi was like, oh, look, we've got Mike Bloomberg supporters here today. And they're like, hello, ladies. And the Mike Bloomberg shirts. And then uh, here's uh, Mike Bloomberg uh, coming out to uh, say hello to everybody here at The View. Peeps. Yeah, yes, here. 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 Right here. My peeps. Do we have that every time we mention like <laughs> Mike and Liana? My peeps. My um, peeps. My peeps are here. Uh yeah, I wrote down Bloomberg got rich because people gave him money to stop talking. Like if he, <laughs> he comes into a meeting, he's so drone and like he drones on, he's so boring. That you just literally pay him to go away. He, he was, he's really TV death. He's, he's like, they're like, what do you think of the debate? He's like, it's really boring. They're like, do you wish you were out here? He's like, yeah, of course, obviously. Like, I wanted, I wanted to be there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it, the, my, I don't know. I, but I really do feel like that the, the Mike Bloomberg constituency, I think, are people who get political news from the view. I think that there's, the, that, that might be a good fit. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, it is funny that he admitted that those are like his eight supporters wearing the I Like Mike shirts. <laughs> By the way, they a lot of times, like I think, go easy on people. They start asking Bloomberg some tough hitting questions. Yeah, like what? Uh, they they said Sonny. I wrote down Sonny is hosting. Yeah. She uh, she goes to Bloomberg and she says uh, she asked him about stop and frisk. Yeah. And then they uh, did five minutes on vaping, which was also <laughs> unbelievably boring. <laughs> With Bloomberg? Yeah, well, he wants to ban everything that's fine, Bloomberg, <laughs> like soda. I think he so. only wants to ban big sodas. Big sodas, which also doesn't make sense because, like, I Megan think you McCain, can have as many little sodas as you want. I think okay, you just fine. can't have it all in one big cup. Yes, he wants to. Yeah, so uh, no more. He hates vaping. He wants to completely ban vaping. And uh, to the surprise of no one, all five viewers were in favor of banning vaping, making it completely illegal. Yeah. So um, they're not living the vape life, the, the view hosts. Akiva, I don't yeah. like it. Talked about uh, Donald Trump uh, that people talk about, oh, he's orange. He's look, is he is he too orange? Uh, that, that's that been a thing for, you know, 10 years, even before when he was even on, on The Apprentice. Uh, Mike Bloomberg looks very pink to me. Does he? Yeah. This, yeah, he's he like reddish like, pink. I, I was trying to adjust the color on my mm. uh, monitor. I'm like, uh, is is there something wrong with my TV or is Mike Bloomberg a weird color? Might be a rich New York guy thing. <laughs> I don't they know. Like, they choose like a different color. I don't know. Like it's yeah. not, it, it's not the same as it's not the same as Trump, but it's a different color. Yeah, no, I, I noticed that, too. It is weird. Uh, the uh, the other interview of note this week, they had Josh Gad on completely boring. Well, I'm not the done guy. talking about Mike Bloomberg. Yet. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah, let's they, talk about they, Bloomberg. They, they brought up. OK, so Mike Bloomberg, he has all the money in the world to be mm-hmm. able to hire the yeah. best people to run his campaign. And mm-hmm. uh, that that must be what Mike Bloomberg did, because I, that Mike Bloomberg, that he is uh, running for president and he has got the best social media team that money can buy. And they put together one of uh, the greatest uh, ways to uh, get awareness for the Mike Bloomberg campaign. Uh, And they talked about it on The View this week. Some of them funny what tweets. Funny? I didn't see anything. Well, I think we can pull one of them up. It said, which meatball uh, looks I like get that. Mike? I don't know. I can like tell meatballs. <laughs> okay, so just uh, <laughs> I want to play the rest of the clip. But there was a, a tweet that got sent out by the Mike Bloomberg campaign. And it was a plate of meatballs. And one of them kind of like had Mike Bloomberg's face photoshopped on on a meatball. And then and the question was, hey, which one of these meatballs looks like Mike Bloomberg? Are you following this? Uh, I wasn't. I mean, I'm following it in like I saw it happen, <laughs> but I I couldn't believe it. By the way, Mike Bloomberg for president, his Twitter campaign that, that went viral yes, this week. Yes. More or less followers than Taryn Armstrong. <laughs> Say more. Less. It has less followers. Mike for, for, for president is less than Taryn. Okay, uh, so the, the, they're going to continue to ask Mike Bloomberg about uh, his face on the meatball and why this was a good idea. Oh! Do you see his face? face? Did look like one of the a, a meatball carved. So it, people thought that you're... Oh! You're, they thought that you were hacked. Okay. But it wasn't hacked. It, hey, it's a way to yeah, get no, attention. Listen, we're talking about it. Young people that uh, run the, the social media part <laughs> of the it. campaign having some fun. I think and, it's you know, fine. You, you, you have to realize We're talking about it. And, you know. yeah. and a little levity is fine. I know yes, everybody's like so goals. serious. I do, I do. I didn't know that. <laughs> People are just too serious out there. Let the kids have some fun. 
Mm. Put Mike Bloomberg's face on a meatball. Uh, is is that usually the the way to go to uh, that people want to, uh, you know, you want people wondering like, hey, did Mike Bloomberg get hacked? Uh, I mean, listen, if you're Mike Bloomberg, you have to buy some press, the whatever, however way you could do it, which really was saying like he, was <laughs> saying so. he wasn't on debate because he, he needs more press. To ra- so that, this was his way to sort of, uh, you know, we talk about this on News AF all the time of like, is this real or is this broga? Um, I, I just need to, to you know, I'm, I'm going to just act crazy so people pay attention to what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I, put the, my face on Bloomberg's- a ball. <laughs> Listen, I, I think he has got no say over what's. I mean, he could fire them, but like, I don't think he's really working in tandem. I don't know why he's running for president. It's not to, to become president, clearly. So I don't know. Who do you think lasts longer, uh, Bloomberg or Tom Steyer? Do you should they have their own debate? They should have like a billionaire guy debate. I think Steyer lasts longer, probably just because he seems more committed. He's been doing it longer, and I think he's doing better in the polls. Possibly, there's a couple states where he's sort of in the high single digits. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, neither of these guys are going to win. Can I tell you a little about the Leslie Jones interview? Yes, please. All right. So Leslie Jones was one of the other ones this week. Did you know that, that she comes out? She's promoting her Netflix special. Okay. Okay. Do you know who directed Leslie Jones's Netflix special? Mike Bloomberg. No. She, they came out and they talked for five minutes about, oh, do you like Game of Thrones? And Leslie's like, don't you guys like Game of Thrones? Which, by the way. You can get such cheap pops on morning shows. You'd be like, guys, aren't granola bars great? And the audience, like with the cheer sign on, just goes bananas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, they get like a, you know, they talk about Game of Thrones for a couple minutes. And then they mentioned, I didn't know this, Weiss and Benioff, the, the creators of, of Game of Thrones, directed her Netflix special. Yeah. And did people then decide they were out on Leslie Jones's Netflix special after that? I think the last 10 minutes, like really, <laughs> they, they just run. There's no lighting in the last 10 minutes of the special. You can't see anything on stage. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know Leslie Jones is a big uh, Game of Thrones fan. She used to do those uh, uh, bits for Seth Meyers. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, L- L- she is a big Game of Thrones fan. I guess like when they got fired from Star Wars, they just said that they had nothing to do. They directed her nothing Netflix special. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, Meghan McCain uh, during that conversation, the-, the view is very good at having like G-rated, R-rated conversations. If that makes any sense, it's like Seinfeld. Like, yeah, because Leslie Jones is is have is. It has a lot of talk about relationships and dating and sex thing and things like that. So they'll talk about things like that, but in a very G-rated way. And Meghan McCain is like very embarrassed. But uh, Meghan McCain said the words uh, hit it and quit it a few times. And my soul left my body. (laughs) It sounded so wrong. And then she's like, well, I didn't. And then they were like, what do you know? You're married. And she's like, I've only been married for 30 seconds. And then like it ended up being three years. So RIP to her husband. Um. (laughs) Who was that? Leslie Jones? No, uh, no. Leslie Jones not married. She's dating. Uh, okay. Megan McCain's husband because she used to hit it and quit it and now has been married for 30 seconds slash three years. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Akiva, anything else from The View this week? Uh, I like that uh, instead of saying Bernie Bros, Megan McCain says Bernie Brothers. She, you played that clip before, but she said it about 10 times this week. Yeah. Because I think she's just like long handling it and doesn't realize everyone else just calls them the Bernie Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of fart talk for for this show that I did not expect. Where else um, did the fart talk come up? And I feel like there was multiple multiple fart talks that I saw. Um, the did you know that Sia and Diplo have a no strings attached relationship? Sia, I don't know. That came up during the show out of nowhere. Wow, um, who brought that up? I don't remember. 
Yeah. Uh, with Leslie Jones came out there. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg for large ports, parts of two episodes talks in a British accent. <laughs> like when anytime they mention the queen, she goes to like for the rest of the episodes. Does she do a character? She's like Tracy Ullman. She's playing the queen. She is the queen when she does the British accent. She's okay. like acting as the queen. Yeah. Uh, and then um, last note, uh, Megan McCain keeps using the word pundits instead of pundits. There's an extra N in there, even though ironically, she probably is one and her husband certainly is. Yeah. But uh, the word pundits. Akiva, I, yeah. I, I would like to be the person who uh, dresses Whoopi for the view. I think I that think you do a better job. I, I think that that seems like uh, Whoopi's got a, like a, a weird look uh, that she's going with on the show. And I, I applaud Whoopi because this is what I strive for, where that uh, Whoopi is just like uh, she's sort of like there. She's got like kind of like a bathrobe on uh, and like slippers that she's just basically like uh, doing the show in her pajamas. And it's cool. She's got a cool style. I think it's she's also promoting. She does have some. She's a fashion like mogul now. She says she has some new fashion brands. So maybe she's wearing her own stuff. Is that possible? But she looks very relaxed. Oh, yeah, she it's looks 11 a.m. Nobody Abby looks Huntsman, more comfortable than Whoopi. Abby Huntsman, I feel bad, is coming out. And, you know, she's, I guess, the youngest on the panel. And, and she is, you know, trying to be like, chic, trying to be chic. She's coming out dressed like she's going to, to a ball, like going to the Oscars. <laughs> At 11 in the morning every morning. I feel bad for her. It's a lot of work. You know, Whoopi, like, I, you know, I'd much rather be, you know, Whoopi and just being a little stylish but comfortable. Uh, Kiva, so. on, on Friday when Joy Behar hosted the show in Whoopi's absence, is that a seniority thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think it goes by seniority because I do think in a lot of shows being the host is not the chair you want to be in. You know, the, the Barkley's the star, not Ernie Johnson on Inside the NBA on TNT, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of like the talking head shows, the, the, the panel, the host panelist is not the star, but here, I think because there's five people, I think that is that, you know, you get to lead the show, you get to come in and out of breaks and say goodbye at the end of the day. So I think that is, I, I think goes completely by scenario. I'm surprised actually when they intro them, like starting lineup style, when they're, when they're doing the, um, opening of the show, it's not in order of who's been there the long. It's not like Joy and Whoopi. It's like Megan McCain second and Ab or Abby second. Like it's, it, it's in a very random order. Does anybody get their number retired on the view? Like the shouldn't like Barbara Walters jersey be hanging up? Well, it's her show. She should definitely if anybody gets a number retired, it should be. And they should have numbers, by the way, like people that started a startup, right? Like I was number seven at and, you know, at Google. Um, So I do think how many do you want to do you want to see now? I don't know if you've cheated and looked right. Do you want to see how many view people who are no longer there that you could name? How many people could I name? Um. I know I've ha- I have had the Wikipedia page open, so I don't know how okay. much fun that w- that would be. But let- you want to go through them? Yeah. So, do, so do you have anything else w- from this week that you want to just uh, before we close the book on the week in the view? So you know, on th- it was weird because Whoopi was leaving. So on Thursday they end the show with a toast to Abby because she's leaving at the end of the show for good. And then on Friday they mentioned at the beginning. I don't think they went they circled back to it. Uh, but they, Abby kept saying, like, Abby, by the beginning of the week, was like, I'm so done with this. By the end, she's like, oh, I'm coming back, guys. She kept saying that. Okay. So uh, it's a little strange. Maybe. They maybe. also have, um, Ann, what's her name? Anna Navarro. Yes. Is the, is, is sort of like the, ma- sixth, like the main sixth replacement. Woman off the bench. She, she's the sixth Beatle. Yeah. So she was there on Friday. And it wouldn't shock me if she gets the gig, uh, at least short term. Short term. Okay. Abby Huntsman. Well, they try to find the, re- the regular person. Yeah. By the way, if you're hearing any sort of uh, banging going on, that there are electricians working on my house, it's a long story. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, we've had electrical issues here for some time, and uh, this is got the call last night that today was going to be the day that they ended up uh, having to do the big operation. So uh, I think they are uh, literally uh, drilling into the uh, garage that is below the studio. So you might be hearing, depending on you know how good of a scrub uh, we're able to give this episode. Yeah, so in terms of the panel, it started with Meredith Vieira, Star Jones, the aforementioned Debbie Matinopoulos, uh, Joya Behar, and Barbara. Yeah, and Wikipedia has that, a good yeah. uh, yes. infographic uh, yes. to uh, chart who was there with whom. Yeah, and then other than Debbie Matinopoulos being replaced by Lisa Ling, it's the, the panel's the exact same for the first six years, and really for the first decade, um, because Le- Ling leaves, and then Ling gets replaced by Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah. So after uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, there was Rosie O'Donnell, who I thought was there for a long time, but only had two brief stints on the view. Yeah, so Rosie burns out quickly. She comes in as sort of uh, the big person who is going to be like the new captain of the ship. So uh, that she coincides with the departure of Meredith Vieira to go to the Today Show. uh, Yeah, and Star Jones. There's like a whole new there's a whole new team because her Sherry Shepard and. Ro- and Whoopi all come together. Yeah, this is sort of like that. They have like a uh, you know a legendary like quarterback retires and a big like free agent comes in to uh, fill their shoes. She's the Andrew Luck to the Peyton Manning, <laughs> right? Uh, except that it didn't end up uh, working out. And so Rosie had like one big year in uh, 2006. I do think that that it's also coincides with. I think that that was a lot of her. Uh, if, if I remember her famous feud with Trump, I think also happens uh, during that year. Uh, yeah. And then we begin. I, I didn't realize that the Whoopi Goldberg era comes right out of that, uh, where Whoopi Goldberg and Sherry Shepard come to the view in uh, 2007. Yeah, and then it becomes a revolving door. Jenny McCarthy and Nicole she, Wallace. Well, Jenny Rose- McCarthy, she has a one, a one hit wonder year. It is crazy that she gets jobs on TV. She, I think, had some goodwill at one point. But why? She's uh, she's on the Mad Singer now, <laughs> right? I, I do think uh, that people like. I, I think she sort of like uh, was kind of uh, got mainstream, and then she had a lot of extreme, uh, you know. Um, views about uh science nobody in hollywood has any sort of like oh I, you know this is my red line like if they'll make you one more dollar they'll hire you yeah um and then uh, i didn't know nicole wallace uh that what a year it must have been in 2014 with nicole wallace rosie perez and raven yeah. simone all on the yeah. view panel at one point yeah they all burned out quickly michelle collins i don't but even no know who joy, that is. no joy behart era that was uh, season seventeen and eighteen were the uh the Joy Behar less years. Yeah, then Joy comes back. Uh, Collins and Cameron Bure, uh, Kansas Cameron Bure, who is, uh, you're not a hockey guy. Do you remember Pavel Bure or no? I don't, but I do remember so Kansas Bure, Cameron from Full House. Right. So Pavel Bure was the best player on the Vancouver Canucks in '94 when they took the Rangers to game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's married to Valerie Bure, his, his not his good brother. Okay. Um, Candace Cameron. Uh, Paula Farris, I don't know her. Jebediah Bila, Sarah Haynes. These are made up names that all lasted a year or two. Yeah. So uh, then we get into the Sonny Hostin. Uh, Megan McCain joins the show in 2017. And then uh, three short years for Abby Huntsman. So 
I was thinking the way to do this, maybe not a draft, Akiva. Uh, I guess we mm-hmm. could do it a draft of that your 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 view desk versus mine. Of we need okay. we need a captain, we need yeah. a news person, we need a comedian, you need a lawyer, and you need a uh, firebrand. Yeah. All right. You want you want first pick? Okay. <sighs> okay. First pick. All right. Yeah, uh, sure, sure. Uh, I will go with one of my favorites. I'm going to take number one overall in the view draft. I'm going to go after, I'm going to take my captain. I'm going to go with Meredith Vieira. Wow. So Meredith Vieira was like a very serious journalist who had a great career. I do think she's made a lot of, she should have fired her agent like five different times, right? Like she's not really doing anything now. Maybe hosting like one game show. I she, I think she's fine. I think she's fine. I think she's made a lot of money, Meredith Vieira. Made a zillion dollars. No no question. Made a zillion dollars. I'm a big Meredith Vieira fan. Very likable. Uh, she did Millionaire for a long time, right? Yes. Yes. Twelve years on Millionaire. She's had a great career. Uh, but you're are you drafting 2020 Meredith Vieira or in her prime? <laughs> I think you're drafting Vieira. everybody in their prime. I, okay, I fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I do think all these women are still with us, to the best of my knowledge. Yes. Um. I think I'm going to go with my own captain. I'm going to go with Whoopi. I think Whoopi is funnier than most of these other women. Uh, she's She has like an interesting point of view. Even if there's a boring show, she's doing weird things and making weird noises half the time that are funny. Yeah. So I think I think you need a Whoopi. So I'm going I'm going with Whoopi. Is it a, is it a snake? Do I get a second? Yeah, you, you have a snake, for, a snake draft. I think you go with Rosie here because while she's not going to last a long time, okay, she's a lightning for controversy. She's going to get you in page six every day. Yeah, so where are you putting Rosie? So where Rosie is, is basically going to be in the Joy Behar spot on your Rosie panel? Rosie is Joy Behar on my panel. I wow, think. That's, yeah, that's, she's that's not a, the that's host. That's a good move. I like yeah, that programming I, I, decision. I don't know. I you know Rosie and Whoopi. I don't think ever overlapped or for more than a month or two. I, I don't know if they'll get along. They're both alpha females. Like I don't know how that's going to go, but I know we're going to get some press out of it. Okay. All right. Uh, that's a good pick. I like, I like that. Okay. I am going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with my, my journalist pick here. I'm going to go with Barbara Walters. It's 2020. What mm-hmm. a panel. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I've gone for a very old school classic feel at the desk here with Barbara Walters as my, as my pick for the journalist. I think somebody made a 2020 joke. I think like uh, if I'm not mistaken, they they mentioned 2020, like the year of the election during the show. And Megan McCain was like asleep and said the TV show or something. I don't know. Yeah, I believe it did come up this week. Okay, well, she is fully retired from TV now. I mean, Barbara Walters was born um, the same year as my grandpa. Yeah, to be fair, is still working. But uh, yeah, she is uh, six months younger than him. She is 90 years old. Barbara Walters. Okay. All right. Uncle Kiwi, who do you, you got? You got a second pick. You got a, it's a oh, snake trap. Oh, oh, you got two picks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then I ha- give me Elizabeth. Uh, give me Elizabeth Hasselback to uh, round out my uh, my desk. Put her all the way in the the fifth chair, and then uh, she can go toe to toe like she did back in the day with uh, Meredith Vieira and Barbara Walters. Tip top toes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then I have to take, and this is going to be legendary. I think Megan McCain. Yeah, because Rosie is going to slam dunk Megan McCain. She's going to like it's going to be the WWE at this point. Mm-hmm. She's gonna like power bomber through the table. Now I've got Whoopi, Megan McCain, and <laughs> you've and got an explosive, show. <laughs> explosive. 
I mean, you're going to need eight publicists on this show. It's going to be complete chaos. It's gonna, you're going to keep gonna the New York Post in business for no uh, five years longer. You're welcome, Mr. Murdoch. Um, okay. Yeah. And so then I think I'm just going all controversy. I'm going complete chaos. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to pick Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, total chaos what seat is she sitting in? Is she in the second uh, seat or the fourth seat? Um, I, I think I, McCarthy is where is where Sonny Hostin is, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so Jenny McCarthy is going to be your legal analyst. Yeah. I think she'll figure out, you know, she could be like our, uh, but yeah, it's just mostly going to be Rosie yelling at her about being an anti-vaxxer. It's going to be a delight. Wow. What a, what a tornado your, uh, view panel is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, the, the show might not last a week. So you have, you have, you have a couple picks. Okay. Now. I got two in a row here. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, that Joy Behar, I knew she was going to fall to me once you uh, put Rosie in that seat. So, all right, give me Joy in the comedian spot. And then I have one other person and uh, I have, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going with a few different options here, but I am going to say, hmm, torn between uh, two people. To go with here, and so, uh, boy, I want to go with uh, Nicole Wallace. That's what I want to go with, but I, I won't. I won't go with Nicole Wallace. Uh, I'm going to put Sherry Shepard on the panel. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think she earns the spot. Yeah, Sherry Shepard. Okay, so I'll go that's with fair. Sherry Shepard to round out my uh, well balanced view team. Yeah, you have like a legitimate show. Mine is just an absolute, you know, dumpster fire. And I'm going to go with, I think, the fur- the furthest left person who's been on the show, Rosie Perez, just to like add insult to injury. I and mean, this whole thing is a, like Rosie and uh, I've got two Rosies, which, two is, com- Rosies. which is completely Rosie confusing. Rosie P and Rosie O. And there's no way Rosie O is going to be OK with being one of two Rosies. Mm-hmm. They're going to be yelling at Megan McCain. Whoopi's going to be trying to calm him down. Uh, it's going to be complete, absolutely an- anarchy. Yes. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would watch that. I'd tune in for, okay. for that, though. So uh, Rob's view panel is uh, Meredith Vieira, Barbara Walters, Joy Behar, Sherry Shepard, and Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Uh, Akiva's panel is uh, here comes uh, Whoopi uh, with yep. Rosie Perez, Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy, and Megan McCain. Yeah. We should have been allowed to pick one woman who's never been on The View. Okay, <laughs> who do you want to put on there? Uh, no, I, I hadn't really thought of someone, but it would be funny if we were if we were able to pick like who would be good for that spot. I'm wondering for which spot. Well, like who would be good? Who would be good for like who's the oh, guest? Uh, like, who's the guest? Who do you want to see them interview? Oh, okay, um, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first okay. day. What about non political? What about non political? Okay, non political. Um. Who's a good person for for them? I'd like I I think with my crew, I think I think you want like John Travolta. You want like a completely incoherent celebrity mm-hmm. to come out there and that <laughs> it'll be good because no one will know what anybody's talking about. They'll just end up yelling and it'll be chaos. But another former Renap all star. Yes. Renap all star. John Travolta mm. is when we do stand versus ops. Yeah. Uh, so we have to cast it. That stand versus ops for people who don't know what we're talking about is a. We do fake Survivor seasons, and we are going to do one possibly even next week with uh, past guests and legendary, you know, characters on our show. 
is John Travolta a, a strong candidate? And would it be John Travolta or would it be John Travolta as his uh, as his character in the movie The Fanatic that we watched? Um, so what was the guy's name? I don't remember, but it was a funny name. <laughs> yeah, we can start with a B. Um, uh, is he a Stan or an up? I think he's sort of a Stan. I don't know. Moose. His name was Moose. 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 Yeah, not with a B. Not. But with he's a not B. a great guy, Moose. But like, I don't know. You feel bad for him. He's probably an op, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that there should be a tab on the Google sheet of the our stands and ops so that we should be there able is, to work There is. From. There is. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, Will for America has a list of ops. I, ha- I had a listener, Tzvi, who's like, who updates who it is. But if you have an idea, you know, you can tweet at me and, hey, maybe you guys didn't. Like, don't, you don't have to mention the king cake, maybe, but people we might not have thought of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Akiva, anything else that you want to talk about with The View? As, I as, think this is the most anybody has critically analyzed the view in the 23 year history of the show. I think we're like we at least in in 20 years. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe day one there was some reviews. Probably but, a lot of think you know, pieces uh, way yeah. back when. But yeah, the view. Like, who's the target demo of the the view? Certainly women. I think women again. You know, we didn't mention this. They've never had a male co-host. It is a show. You know, for by women. Mm-hmm. It's not just for women. I think it's for anybody who's not home. Mm-hmm. I think I think the honestly, if I if I had to guess, if we looked at their you know ratings numbers, I think this show probably skews very old. Yeah. Um. Do they do as much political discussion on the talk? Is is that sort of how like the view has tried to distinguish itself as uh with uh versus the talk? I've never seen the talk, so anything I would say Should now would be a guess. Put that on the wheel. If people really like this episode. Uh. <laughs> Let's see if this is the number one episode of all time that can go straight back on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, we can get a uh, do a uh, a talk all time uh, roundtable. Has anybody ever been on both panels? No, nobody has ever made the leap. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would be is that like getting an EGOT if you're on like the talk, the chew and the view? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the real is the other one. Uh, the real that's the, the real one, okay. is i think the would be the 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 fun one have you ever heard about the real i don't i'm not familiar with it. okay uh the real i'm pretty sure is still on uh so the real is the syndicated uh talk show and uh that it is uh actually was created by the creator of jersey shore sally ann salsano who i interviewed one time uh and so uh that's the real Wow, that's quite a show. So that's the EGOT if you're on all four of those shows. <laughs> yeah. There was also an all uh, men version of The View. Do, do you remember Ooh, anything about this? No. Yeah. Finally, television for men. What was it? So the all men view, Akiva, uh, aired from 2001 to 2003. And it was called The Other Half. And wow. here's who it is. It was Dick Clark. Oh my God. Mario Lopez, Danny Bonaducci, uh, and cosmetic surgeon Dr. Chan Adams, who is replaced by Dorian Gregory. Mario Lopez, for some reason, is always in like the first draft of all these things. Yeah. That's not surprising. Anything else on the view? I think I think we're all viewed out. I I I you know, I don't hate the show. I think it is what it is. Maybe we're not the target demo. You it think? was definitely entertaining. I thought like I'd go crazy watching it, but it's fine. It's not a bad show. Uh, I understand why it exists. I am shocked that they have chosen this 
uh, you know, path of almost only talking about politics, but I guess it's a political world. It is a political world. Uh, people always want to hear more about politics, except from us, except from us. Uh, Akiva, then are you going to watch more of The View? No, nah, I don't think I'll ever watch it. I mean, if someone sends me like an incredible clip, maybe I'd watch like two minutes. Um, but I, I don't think I'd watch it again. But I will track it in page six and see what the ladies are up to and who's mad at Meghan McCain next week. Yeah, it's sort of a weird concept. It's it's politics for people who don't really care that much about politics. Is that is that yeah. fair to say? Like it's like it's like pa- very passive politics. It's basically you know other than Meghan McCain, um, you know, it's it's mostly centrists. Uh, maybe Joy is not. I don't want to like not say she's a chance, you know. But it's a lot of like, you know, Bernie's not a Democrat and, and you know, we like the Yang Gang and Michael Bloomberg type people. OK. All right. There you go. All right. Before we get to this week's mailbag, let me take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. And those are our friends over at Bet Online, Uncle Kiwi. How about that? Oh, nice. OK. Of course, uh, our friends over at Bet Online are the presenting sponsors of the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge. Uh, of course, that uh, huge weekend of uh, everything going on here with uh, football, with the conference championship games uh, going on. Akiva, what, are you locked in for uh, watching all these games live? Uh, locked in like who's going to win? No, are you locked in uh, that you are uh, going to be glued to the TV set? I will be glued to the TV. I will get some crazy glue and glue myself to the TV. Okay, conference championship game. Uh, we got the Chiefs and the Titans. And then we also have uh, the Packers and the Niners. Who's going to the Super Bowl, Akiva? Um, my head thinks that the, Packer, that the uh, Niners and the Chiefs, but my wallet hopes that the Packers and the uh, and the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. All right. So get ready for the Super Bowl matchup to be set. The NFL playoffs are continuing on this weekend. Every possession is on the line. Uh, of course, uh, NBA action heating up as well. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One. Bet online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. Make sure to use the promo code Podcast One for your 50% sign up bonus. Of course, uh, so much NBA going on, uh, this week. Brooklyn at Philly, Portland at Houston, Clippers at New Orleans, Lakers at Houston, Milwaukee at Brooklyn. Visit betonline.ag. Don't forget about that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right. Uncle Kiwi. Yes. Let's talk about the mailbag and get into some of the many things that we were discussing for so long before we got into talking about this week's show. Yeah. Where's Peppa Pig? <laughs> you couldn't hear it because uh, that with this all this construction going on at my house that they uh, killed Peppa Pig. No, no, you okay. just couldn't hear it. You said that okay. you're on the same you're on the same computer that is uh, used for the sound effects. So the audience oh, heard knew? it. You didn't. No. Yeah, maybe you're tricking me and nobody heard. Um, yeah, so we have a lot going on. Let's get to the bottom of it. Everyone likes logistics talk. So let's have a lot of logistics talk about okay. where, what we're doing the next few weeks. Because we have a lot of fun ideas. We just have to schedule them out. And maybe we'll end up doing none of them because the wheel wants what it wants. And we have no say over what happens on the wheel, right? So The wheel you know, is maybe, a fickle mistress, yes. A fickle mistress. 
Uh, and perhaps we'll just do, you know, a lot of season three, episode sevens. But we do have some ideas uh, that are time sensitive. OK, so what updates do we need to do? You said right, the last so first, podcast, I think, oh, we're yeah. going to have a lot of fun updates coming up soon. OK, well. Maybe I lied. No, yes. I, I didn't lie. Let, so we had discussed possibly for uh, for episode 69, which is in two episodes. Right. Doing a um, doing a how would you describe it? A not safe for work podcast. A, <laughs> I thought it was Ask Dr. Mike. Ask Dr. Mike. So Dr. Mike, for people who don't know, is uh, a, uh, a urologist in Florida. Yes. Uh, he's a Jewish urologist in Florida. America's favorite quite, urologist. America's favorite urologist. He's quite a character. He was on the television show Survivor. Even if you're not a Survivor fan, you will. This is not about Survivor. You will. Uh, you will immediately learn to love Doctor Mike. He is quite the character, and he was. He and we had an idea that maybe he could join us, but you did not know if he'd want to join us because you didn't know if he, you know, knew what Robin and Kiva are, and if he wanted to uh, come entertain our listeners. So, do you have an update on that? <laughs> yes, uh, I spoke with Doctor Wa- Doctor Mike this morning on the phone. Explained uh, the idea. I think he had heard of uh, Robin and Kiva need a podcast. And uh, I explained episode number 69 was coming up. A lot of people really wanted him to be on the show. And he said that he is in for episode wow. 69 with 69 spots on the wheel. 69 spots on the wheel. We, by the way, it, you know, depending on how big uh, season three, episode seven is, it's only it might only be, you know, an 85 percent chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not a sure thing because, you know, so the, the wheel has about 15 spots some week like contraception. Um, it's not 100 yes. percent. That's right. Exactly. Uh, now, I, well, let's actually uh, get down to the nitty gritty there. Like how if people have questions for Dr. Mike, what should they, I guess, give them the email. People say we don't need a uh, podcast give, at yes. Rob has a website dot com. Yes. And so what type of question should they ask? And let us add that you will be unless you explicitly tell us you want us to say your name. Uh, we will. You know, all questions will be anonymous. You don't have to worry okay. about that. Yeah, uh, and only only Rob and I, and really Rob, I don't think reads them. So only uh, yeah. only the two of us will see them. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. Um, and you, but if you want, you could you could uh, send in a voicemail also. So what's the voicemail uh, situation there, Rob? Go to robhaswebsite.com slash renapvm vm. Or there, isn't there a speakpipe uh, message also? Speakpipe.com slash renap. Yeah, uh, need a website. Okay. What is it? Need a podcast? What is it? Need a podcast? No, no, website. I, I don't know why you're saying need a website. There's nothing is need a website. Need a well, just maybe I need a website. People. No, this is an ad. This is an ad for uh, what Squarespace. would it point to? What I need, need a website. A, what would need a website uh, go to? I'm asking the listeners if they need a website. Uh, if so, go to Squarespace. They're the sponsor for this episode. They're not. They're not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Uh, need a podcast at, at robswebsite.com. Yeah. Or we maybe, could DM me maybe are you saying that we need some sort of a uh, like a listener who is uh, I mean, if you go to Rob's website.com slash we list, I think that yes. that's where uh, that's where everything is in the spreadsheet. Uh, yeah. But you're saying Should that they we type need their question in there. We need something easier that is going to point no. people to all the different Renap links. No, I'm just confused. Yeah, I'm you're just confused and you're weekend. also confusing people. Confused and confusing. <laughs> yes, that's my. That's really my. Okay. Uh, so, Doctor okay. Mike uh, says he's on board for a potential episode number sixty nine in two episodes. This was episode sixty seven. Yes. So now uh, we had previously discussed possibly doing an episode called Groundhog Day or Groundhog Week, where the two of us and maybe a special guest watch the 
acclaimed 1993. Is now, that the right year? I think it's 91 or 92. 92, um, 91. Now, when you say that we had talked about, that you, you and I had talked about? I think we mentioned it uh, several months ago, and you said, let's talk about it the, okay. the month yeah. of Groundhog Day. Got it. Uh, we, I believe it came Sounds up like on something the Sounds like I would say. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a problem for future Rob, and now future Rob <laughs> is, uh, is here. <laughs> Present Rob hates past Rob. Yeah. Oh, hey, listen. Present Kiwi also hates all all past versions of myself, dude. Yeah. Don't worry. Um. And so we had discussed what should we do? Should we watch the movie once? Uh, is it funny if we watch it every single day for a week and we are stuck in the Groundhog Day loop? Should I and the special guest watch Groundhog Day every day? But Rob, who is famously very busy, only watch it once or twice or whatever. Um. You know, do we do one podcast for the show? Do we watch yeah. it multiple times? All sorts of things. But but we now have a, a, a confluence of events where episode 69, if we don't skip a week, is battling for time with the Groundhog Day episode. Knock, knock. Yep. Yeah. Right up against it. Yeah. And usually we don't do themed episodes. The few times we've tried, the wheel has not really fallen in the favor like the holiday movies, uh, mm-hmm. the, the crappy movie Dreidel, which was on the wheel with a lot of spots and didn't show up. Yeah. Um, it usually does not work in our favor. Right. Uh, well, can you what, just so what tell me? Do? Here, here yeah. I want to explore your vision because uh, okay. that, just to you know pull back the curtain even further. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rob is is not really on board with this idea of mm-hmm. watching Groundhog Day every single day for a week and then talking mm-hmm. about it because I don't really understand what are we going for. Like, what's the what's what's the best case scenario that. We, because it's a good movie, Groundhog Day. It's not like where if it was, you know, there's a podcast where they watch Paul Blart, uh, Mall Cop. Yes. Over, yes. Uh, you know, every year. And then, so, and we talked about this idea with if it's something terrible, uh, that there, I feel like that there is comedy in rewatching something terrible over and over again. But if mm-hmm. it's something good, like Groundhog Day, like, what are we going? Are we trying to get us to hate Groundhog Day? So we Maybe. come on and be like, I am so sick. Of Groundhog Day! I hate it! Yeah. Just to be be clear, my vision, pretend you were like completely unemployed and you had nothing to do. My vision was to watch it and then do like a 30 minute podcast about it every single day. Every day. Not to do one podcast. So it would be watch the movie podcast. It doesn't have to be seven days. It could be, let's say, four. What's the runtime on Groundhog Day? An hour 40, Rob. An hour 40. Mm hmm. Now, the movie could have, you know, similar to. when we when 32 fans does the preview episodes like there's a hard out no matter what you're up to at 30 minutes the podcast explodes it's over for the rest yeah. of the day i think it should be 22 minutes uh two, two. you give us 22 minutes we give you the now can you really get into the get into it 22 minutes but, I, but listen, what are we getting into like uh what's going on because you'll see more things as you go on maybe we'll lose our minds during the week um and you said what's the best case scenario for this podcast the best case scenario is it gets us sold to spotify like the ringer and gimlet that's what we're going for at this point right mm-hmm. We want yeah. to get RHP sold to Spotify, and you could, you know, you could have Simmons money. Uh, I guess so. That's a whole different conversation. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. And, and so, but also, and so explain the. You, so you're just telling about the baby. You're not talking about uh, any of the uh, process to get there. So what would that entail to get to this Groundhog's Day podcast? What do you mean? What would it entail? Like, how well, do we do it? So we're gonna have. Some issues uh, with our scheduling here because, we do? The, well, hypothetically, you know, you're going to need to rig the wheel for 
uh, mm-hmm. to, to get it to come up. There's for, no constitution, first of all. So right. rigging can be done for next week, which would be a potential drop date for this podcast being a Groundhog Day. Robin Akiva watch Groundhog Day every day for a week on January 26th because the Dr. Mike podcast is going to drop the weekend of Groundhog's Day. What if we push the Dr. Mike podcast to Valentine's Day, which is just moving it back like one or two weeks? That makes so sense now, or no? Uh, I, I don't know. Right, now it's not like feeling it, guys. The whole idea of Dr. Mike was, hey, it's episode 69. Get Dr. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Now it's Valentine's Day. And, and by the way, the, yeah. the podcast is... Did we spin a wheel of random <laughs> ideas? Well, then Not why are we getting so many 69 program. spots? <laughs> I hear so what you're it, saying. All right. You're right. I shouldn't have said, you know, but you're the one who said, let's do Groundhog Day during Groundhog Day. I was trying, was trying to me. push it be, off be to mad. the future. I, I know. I, and you were I, hoping I'd forget. What did I tell forget. you before we came on? I said, let's do it next Groundhog's Day. Yeah, I know. But what are you going to say? Are you going to promise that next Groundhog's Day you're going to do it? Uh, what if we record it now? I and promise then, and then- that we should get more spots on the wheel next year. Yeah, that's what you always say. You were <laughs> hoping I'd forget, and usually I forget, but I, you know, I wrote it down. I, I just, I, I don't know what we're going for with the ground. And maybe people are like, oh, well, now I like the idea because Rob doesn't seem to like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the last time that happened was King of the Mats. I think Rob was on the right side of history there. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I, I just like it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, I, I feel like that. I don't know why we need to watch it over and over again. Uh, I, I am less interested in watching it seven times than I am interested in watching it one time. OK, fair enough. All right. So we're not putting that on the wheel. Uh, if people riot, then who knows what could happen? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll play around the schedule. But if, if, if there's not an uproar, then we're not going to move it. OK, we'll see. We'll see. I look, I, I could stand corrected. Yeah. No, listen, you'll see. You'll, the people will speak. The pe- this is the people show, Rob. That's, right? they, what, we're, that's what we're here to do. That's what yeah. we want to get. We want the feedback. Yes. Um, all right. Let's Especially get into some when more. it's constructive. Yeah. And perhaps uh, a little bit of a hint. Perhaps there's a special uh, type of episode with Rob and myself coming at some point in the next few weeks. But uh, you'll see that when it drops. Okay. Uh, also, that you and I are planning to get back together to... Talk about the premiere of Curb Your Enthusiasm. That is not going to be a Renap episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, we're not. I, the plan, as far as I know, and you could correct me, is that we're not going to talk about Curb every week on a separate podcast, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, unless that the you know we're going to see the premiere of Curb Your Enthusiasm on Sunday night. Unless it's like, oh my god, we are so captivated. Yeah, uh, this is the best. You know, this is the all time season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I think it is uh, a tough show to sustain for a weekly recap. Yeah, it, now the the timing doesn't work with with recapping it on Renap that well because we you know post this. Right and this is not a Curb Your Enthusiasm recap podcast. Ab- it is it is many things and not and that is not one of them. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Alexander Chester, uh, the Forrest Gump of podcasting, happened to be. <laughs> Uh, at the yeah. premiere episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. He's already seen the episode. Yeah. He was sitting right behind LD in front of, he had a better seat uh, than I think JB Smoove. Yeah. And uh, he has seen the episode. He said it is pod worthy. Uh, we're going to take his word and he, you know, maybe he'll uh, join us for the, the uh, podcast also. Yeah. You know, you and I 
podcast every episode of Seinfeld, and then we went right into the Curb Your Enthusiasm recap. And I, mm-hmm. if, I don't remember there being a lot of fanfare uh, or hubbub about our Curb Your Enthusiasm recaps. I feel like that Curb Your Enthusiasm recap almost uh, killed our podcasting. You think that it killed it? I think people liked it. I think the season was pretty weak. It was a weak season. Yeah, and then it was the weakest like, season of the show. You know, not a lot of interest in the podcast. You wanted to book a lot of guests every week. Yeah, you were mad about the guests. Yeah, you were mad about the guests. That was a big thing. I, I it was too many. You, you every week it was, and we really well, never officially. I podcast yeah. with you to talk to you. That's very kind of you. I, and I listen, but I'm. This is also the people's podcast. We like to have our friends on. We like to have you know. We like to debut new voices or the same voices ten times. You know, to mm-hmm. the to the <laughs> listeners. Um, I I I think with people who didn't listen to Seinfeld don't realize we never had guests. We, yeah. You know, if a writer of the episode wanted to come on, which happened, I think, five or six times, we talked to them. But other than that, uh, there were there were no guests for all 180 episodes, minus like a Chester here and there. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, maybe less guests in 2020. Uh, it's not the guests. I mean, when we're me and you have watched something, and we're going to talk about it. I feel like that we oh, that we don't need a guest unless it's somebody who's like a super expert yeah. in something. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's many times on this podcast where we definitely do need a guest. Uh, but I feel like when it's me and you watching a show, I feel like that that's not always where we need a guest to you know tell us what they thought about the show. Yeah. Um. Hey, let's circle back. Uh, one more thing about the Doctor Mike thing. Yes. What type of question should be like, is he an expert on everything? Are they are like, is he looking for relationship advice? Is he looking for? Uh, like- I think you can ask him whatever you want. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like th- that, you know, I- ideally it's not like, uh, so like, uh, what were you thinking with Joe Mena on uh, day 19? No, no survivor questions. No right. survivor questions. But I-, I pick his brain. I don't know what he's going to say. Okay. All right, Rob, uh, more traditional mailbag uh, writers inners. Uh, this is from Richard. Last year, if you'll remember, in March, during bracket season, uh, universally beloved bracket season, one of our most popular episodes was the TV theme song bracket. Yes. Most, by far the most response I've ever gotten to a podcast. And people want us to recreate that magic. And we had discussed maybe just doing 64 new different theme songs and, and doing another tournament. Um, but a couple other suggestions have been written in this week by listeners. And this one is from Richard. Okay. okay? Uh, he says this would be the spiritual successor to the TV theme song tournament. Uh, this is called the TV quote tournament. Fans submit uh, 32 iconic TV quotes, catchphrases, and one-liners. And we seed them into a March Madness style bracket. The host, ideally Alexander Chester, would expertly break down every matchup and lead Robin Akiva through the bracket till that one shining moment quote remains. Now, if Rob reacts negatively to my idea and asks, will this be funny and or who cares? Apparently, those are things you say, according to this list. <laughs> OK, he They're has an answer questions. for you. Yeah. Yes, this will be funny. You and Akiva have a supernatural talent for making unimportant things seem important, funny and debate worthy. The listeners care, Rob. We care. Uh, first of all, I thought we were talking about important stuff, but they think we're talking about unimportant stuff. Mm hmm. Uh, now, if Rob reacts positively, I love this email. If Rob reacts positively, but still needs more info on how would this episode work? He says all quote submissions would be audio clips. The clips themselves shouldn't just be the quote, but maybe a scene where the quote happens, but nothing more than 30 seconds. Uh, he even uh, links in a couple uh, ideas that I'm not going to play. Um, and he said, but other than that, the structure is very similar to the TV theme song tournament. Every uh, you announce the matchups and then you have brackets. You don't have to play the quote every single time, just the first time and maybe in the final four. Okay. Kiva, what, what do you think of this? 
So it would be like these pretzels are making me thirsty going up against, you know, I don't but know. These what's pretzels another are making me thirsty is not like the catchphrase of Seinfeld. I'm just giving you an example. Okay. I don't know what he what he. Uh, I think, so I would say so. Is it like no soup for you? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what is it. Catch- something that's repeated a lot, like get out from a lane. Like, well, I feel people? like it would be like, uh, w- oh, what you talking about, Willis? Uh, okay, okay that, that would be there. That, is that from Different Strokes? Different Strokes. Yes, your I'll favorite. Make the same joke two years in a row. Okay. Uh, so is that's going up against other TV catchphrases, or that maybe like in. Uh, is it like best lines from a show of like uh, I I already mentioned the bisque like or is it uh, a like killer joke or is it just catchphrases? This is a great question. I think the issue with the I already you know if you're doing the funniest line you know you get the funniest friends line and the fr- funniest Seinfeld line is you sometimes need a lot of context for the joke. You know sometimes a scene is five minutes and then you have a you know sort of a killer line at the end versus like i mean either one i think either one is the same idea I, which would you prefer if any um well, we already have a catchphrase uh yeah but i mean the catchphrase isn't necessarily the right word like it's like tv quote right yeah i kind of feel like it needs to be like iconic thing because then it, it, iconic you could sort of like measure outside of the show whereas like funniest joke i feel like you need the context of the show you need the whole episode. We need to watch 32 episodes. And Rob famously and sometimes the, is not the series. Yeah. By the way, the quote he uh, he submitted, I, it was just a Seinfeld quote, but I opened it up. It's not it's not uh, these friends are making me thirsty. It's Elaine has yada yada sex before. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, not what wait, I picked from which Seinfeld. Actually, which is funny because that, that ends up being uh, pretty much the line that I randomly selected for a Seinfeld quote. Um, yeah. What was your yearbook quote? Um, that my yearbook quote was, um, trying to remember exactly, uh, I, I want to get it right. I believe it was that your future is whatever you make of it. So make it a good one. That's pretty poignant. That is uh, a quote from the famous Dr. Emmett L. Brown. Ah, from back to the future. Yes. You yes. didn't think I'd, I'd recognize it. <laughs> wow, well, uh, I, I wasn't sure if you if you would. I thought it was fifty fifty. Uh, Emmett, Emmett, it's like a unique movie name. Um, the uh, what's it called? The other quote he picked was, "We have to go back from Lost." That would be the fifteen seed against Seinfeld's two seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, now he, so I mean, people will definitely get into this. We our listeners love television. Yes. Right? you have a disproportionate number of listeners that love TV. That's why they're with you in the first place. Hmm. Right. So I do think we could do, but now what would you be more excited about? Doing 32 or 64 new shows theme songs in a proven sort of, you know, a format, but we're, you know, we're maybe it's the B team, it's the NIT, if you will, mm-hmm. the second tier tournament, or doing some sort of quotes so or. I think that I'd be like. more interested in the quotes than TV songs that didn't make the bracket last time bracket. Right. Okay. So. I, I do think that it would be very difficult to pull the audio for these. Oh, uh, well, I'll get people to pull it for us. That's it's a total non-issue. I will get first of all, Chester will do it. Okay, because he's going to be on the show. I'll get him to do it. And if you won't do it, uh, there's you know we have we have many nice people who are willing to help us out with that. Okay, all right, sure. I, I would I would be up for this. Yeah, so I think that's a good March idea. Maybe it's too much overkill. The past Robin Akiva said we would just do a uh, uh, repeat after people were complaining about which theme songs missed the bracket we said oh we'll just do it again next year 
but that wasn't really uh, (laughs) of all the songs that didn't make the bracket. Yeah. All right. Uh, One more sort of similar idea along those lines. Maybe you'll like this more. Uh, One of the more detailed pitches we've ever gotten, honestly, uh, was from a listener named. um, Wait, we have breaking news, Rob. Breaking news. Yeah. We just got an email this second. Should I read live on air? No, it's not from Abby Huntsman. There's no drama at The View. We just got an email this second. I'm going to open it and read it, okay? Okay. It's from Sarah. Okay. Sarah Beth. She says, I've been sitting on this idea for a while. It's called Robin Akiva Bust Ghosts. I just got a sign that it's time to submit it. Wow. Was it a ghost? What was the sign? Okay. I'm listening to the Seinfeld pod because I'm Robin Akiva obsessed and I'm up to the pick. Oh. Y'all talked about film remakes. Have you ever used the word y'all in your life? Probably not, but then somebody uh, might come out with like, "Oh, actually, Rob, in this podcast in 2016, yeah, oh, for said, sure, uh, y'all are making me crazy." Yeah, if somebody uh, can can send us a uh, audio clip of Rob saying the word "y'all" on a podcast, I will like PayPal you. I think it make, would make me sound, uh, you know, more, more relatable. Yeah, more, di- yeah, more middle American. Uh, so I'll send you a dollar forty-two on PayPal if you can find that. Um, Y'all talked about film remakes, then Ghostbusters came up, and Akiva said, I'm not really interested in busting ghosts, to be honest. Yeah, because you said that you said that you didn't think it should be all women Ghostbusters, I think you said. (laughs) Oh, what is this? 32 (laughs) fans? That was you, right? (laughs) What is 32 fans where Chester and I try to paint each other in the corner? Come on, come on. Come on. I love the... I've never seen the men uh, Ghostbusters. I, think only, I don't even think you care about men Ghostbusters. No, I've never seen either one. But I, I'm sure the women's one was better. Too spooky. <laughs> uh, my ideas for listeners are folks in the RGP universe to submit their first-hand ghost stories. Someone will curate the best ones, and Rob and Akiva might want to... We'll figure out what happened, if it actually wasn't a supernatural yeah. event, or it was. We'll debunk the stories Ghost Hunter style. Maybe they can even call the people with the best stories, pitch their theories on alternate explanations. Listen to counter arguments and see if they can get to the bottom of things. Yeah. P.S. You guys are the best. Thanks for making such an entertaining podcast. Okay. I, I think that the idea of listener ghost stories uh, is an interesting one. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why we have to debunk anybody's ghost stories. Uh, that yeah. uh, I mean, if somebody's like, uh, so here's the thing that happened. Believe to me. all ghost stories. I was I was 17 years old. I was in this house. I was in this uh, you know uh, this old hospital, and the, the ghost came up to me. I'm like, no, you mm-hmm. weren't. Stop it. It was the wind. Like, why do we have to be the Ghostbuster? Uh, no, I agree. I, like, I who think, would come uh, on with us for us to say, no, you're lying. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think that's a good bit. Yeah, I, I think I, I listen. How about this? It, I, I, I know how these things work. We've been at the helm here for like a year and a half. Send in your ghost stories. If we get good ghost stories, we can put it on the wheel. And if we don't, we won't. Yeah. Um, work backwards that way. Yeah. By the way, uh, did anybody want to send their swinging stories in for Shut Up Tim's original idea when Dr. Mike? We got a lot of swinging stories. <laughs> we got like five. We got like five swingers who wanted to come on the podcast. <laughs> I think if you're in that lifestyle, you like telling people you're in that lifestyle. That's what I found. That's what you learned? Yeah. You want me to read one of them? I don't know. Well, let's save that for the Dr. Mike episode. Save it for Dr. Mike. They can Mike. write in and we'll ask Dr. Mike his opinion on swingers, okay? We'll ask Dr. Mike if he can uh, uh, myth bust the swinger stories. He'll, he'll be able yes. to, uh, hey, that didn't happen. That's not real. All right. This idea is from Kelly W. Yes. Uh, along the lines of Richard's great idea from before. She created a list and she sent it, really put a lot of work into it, Kelly W., of 32 fictional TV and movie bands or performers 
and she sent in one of their songs for all of the 32. She said, okay. what if in March you put them into a bracket to finally decide once and for all who is the best fictional band of all time? Similar to the TV theme song bracket, I imagine that barring any legal issues, you can play clips from the artist's work. Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, if this gets on the wheel, she will uh, she'll she'll send us all the clips and even provide us with a blurb for the backstory of each involved well, as needed. Like, give me an example. Like, what what's a fictional band? Okay, so I'm going to go find the email, and can you um, can you sort of burn the next 20 seconds while I look up this email? Talk okay, to the listeners. Sure. You, uh, you want to give me a topic? Um. Uh yeah, asparagus. Asparagus. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I, I'm sure we could come up with. Um, I, I already have the email open. Okay. I, I, thank you for sa- for holding down the fort. In my I mean, I, I could talk about any <laughs> anything, but I'm not Robin Williams here of like uh, yeah. throw out a random subject and I'll uh, uh-huh. improv on it. Is he the greatest improv- improviser of all time, Robin Williams? Is that who you I think, think so. of when you think of Rimpa? Yeah, okay. number one improviser of all time. Um. Okay. Uh, Jesse and the Rippers from Full House. Okay. Or uh, a Zach attack from Save by the Bell she has. Mm-hmm. Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Hey Alien from Gilmore Girls. Okay. Uh, the, a band from The Simpsons. Drive Shaft from Lost. Mm-hmm. Robin Sparkles from How I Met Your Mother. The Archies from The Archie Show. I mean, this is uh, funny to talk about, but I mean, it's kind of a nonsense podcast. Yeah. Like, uh... Like when we're debating drive shaft versus Jesse yeah. and the Ripper. Oh, it's, yeah, like, it's uh, nonsense. I, we wouldn't want it to mess it up with serious things like episode 69, getting 69 spots on the wheel. But I, I don't know how much there is to talk about. Right, right. Uh, let me um, think of the movies. We have Spinal Tap, the Spinal Tap and uh, mm-hmm. School of Rock, Blues Brothers. Ooh, School of Rock. Um, I, I thought of a special guest. Uh, Stillwater from Almost Famous. That's a great band. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you not buy uh, it? Okay, I really like the pitch. Kelly W. did a great job with this pitch. She came up with 32 different ideas herself. That's how you do an email, even if Rob didn't like the idea. I agree. Do you no, like no, the I'm idea? You. You I, think it's a, I think you, it's a very good idea. Honestly, it's more of like a 32 fans idea, maybe. I don't know. Um, I think it would be a great 32 right, fans fine. If 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 uh if Chester wants to do it, I'm all ears. We have, once football ends, now the problem that the, the bet I've made now that we do two episodes a week is I had six months of no ideas when it's not football mm-hmm. season. And now I have to do two a month, two a week. I got nothing. Don't tell the listeners. Yeah. I have nothing right Does now. Does Chester want to watch Groundhog's Day every day? Uh, I don't know his opinion on Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure he has the wrong take on it. That's, uh, why? W- yeah. Would that change whether you want to do the podcast if Chester wants to do it every day? No, then if Chester wants to do it every day, then you can watch Groundhog Day every day You think I'm watching a movie Chester? every day for 32 fans? Get out of here. Get out of here. Well, I like your prioritization. It's a low. I mean, listen, I don't want to put in too much effort. Start get start rumors get rolling. I'm going to start working again soon. I got to cut down like my podcast prep time from like 100 hours a week to like one or two. Will you apply for Abby Huntsman's spot on The View? I don't think I'm eligible, to be honest. If they if they do bring back The View for men, I think maybe I, I would work there. I mean, what wouldn't that be interesting if they said, OK, for the first time ever, 23 seasons in mm-hmm. that The View, we're going to add a fifth male yeah. co-host yeah. podcaster yeah. uh and do they have a spot around. on the wheel for like balding jews like is that where it's like <laughs> is uh, like if they said that, that, that we're gonna add a guy and you were the guy wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something it would be, <laughs> I, it would be a very fun two days before i got fired uh i think abby huntsman like you know is really there as you know <laughs> i don't think i don't think i'm really filling her spot she's also like very likable i don't know 
I'd be like, oh, that was trash. Like that sucked. And I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I have an 11 a.m. sort of disposition. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I have like a drive time disposition. I don't think I'm an 11 a.m. guy. You want to wake up in the morning. You want someone who's peppy. <laughs> you want Kelly Ripa in the morning, right? You're not a morning guy. I, I think I'm a night guy. Yeah. I mean, we do these podcasts. It's night. It's 10 o'clock. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this leads me back to something else I was thinking about that I was thinking that maybe when we come up around to if we're going to do another live show this summer, mm-hmm. should the live show be some sort of a uh, Renap view of should that be like the panel be like five people and should it, the live show be some sort of version of the view? I think that I think that's a good idea. That could be like what, maybe it's just a segment and maybe not the whole hour plus. But what if we find that? What if we interview people? We come up with a panel and we add three audience members, and that's like we do hot topics yeah. with them. Um, so that's but, a good idea. I don't know. I'm but, there. But, but should it be some sort of like a co-ed view? Like I feel like that. Uh, yeah, I would be co-ed. Yeah, I don't think no I don't think we should have for, five dudes. You know, a five uh, a five guy panel. No, no, no five guys. Unless we're talking about the restaurant five guys and they sponsor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I agree. No, it could be any any listener in the audience. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Rob, what do you th- what do you think? So I'm I'm possibly going to be in town in April in the same time you're you're around. <laughs> should we do people are already wondering. Yes. Should we do a sleepover podcast in my mom's basement? OK. All right. Um, should we have a sleepover party in my mom's basement? So are you in on Long Island and invite the listeners okay. on Long Island and, and invite the listeners to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell my mom. This is a DTM. Don't tell Melissa. Um, let's uh, talk. I'm not I'm not mad at it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, potentially it could potentially work. Mm-hmm. You have to bring uh, uh, like a, I guess it, maybe it's April. You'd have to bring like a sweatshirt. I think the, there's no heat in the basement for some reason. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. The move, I think, would be to not announce that we're going to do it. And then just do it. I think that that was sort of okay. one of the things that we learned from the original Sleepover podcast was. Forget that, that I said this. Will, will Allie Lasher come to my mom's basement with us? I think she will. <laughs> I don't know. I, I bet she won't. I bet she was. <laughs> you think she will not? I bet she will uh, not want to drive out to Long Island to hang out in your well, mom's we'll send, basement. We'll send, a, we'll send a car for her. It's a fancy pie. Um, all right. We, we got that. I got some other ideas, too. We could get to that in due time. <laughs> Um, all right. Do you have anything for me wheel related? Do you have any sort of housekeeping or anything you wanted to get to? No, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. And I also think, I guess now we can add to the sequel dice. We can add um, Antonio Mazar's Conspirapod 3. Yeah. So now we have we have that plus um, Mike Bloom joining us for Stands vs. Ops, the fake Survivor season, Brand Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are both on the uh, you know on the docket for next week and not Groundhog Day. And I think we could already say I think in two episodes we'll bring Game Night back to the sequel mechanism. Also, we got some good ideas for Game Night. Okay, good ideas for Game Night. Uh, so I guess let's talk about what is on the wheel right now as we are get ready for our spin for episode number sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Okay. Akiva, did you watch the Circle? I did not. Uh, I wanted to, but I'm famously a very busy guy, and I did not get to it. Very busy. Do you think I'd like it? Uh, I think that you'd be interested. I mean, you watch like 90 Day Fiance and stuff like that. You know, I think that you'd be uh, interested. I mean, my my take on the circle is uh, first 
first uh, half, first two thirds, I think, are stronger than the uh, back half, uh, final third. Is there? What are they playing for? Hundred thousand dollars. Okay, going cheap there, Neff. Yeah. All right. So season three, episode seven is now going to be up to now five spots on the wheel. Wow. Okay. We haven't done it in a while. You know, uh, last week you talked about how uh, it was a good week for the Constitution. You had a lot of updates. You were talking with the people. The things are happening. The wheels are in motion. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. forgot. Okay. I think. How about this? If it's like if season three, episode seven comes up next week, can we do season three, episode seven and tag it with the Constitution? Because here's what I here's what I came up with. I spoke to Curtis, who's been working very hard on it. One of the things he sent it to Chester, who had to like do his lawyer stuff. Aisha, of course, had to take a crack at it. He had to do his lawyer stuff, so he had he had actual work that he had to do and couldn't get to the Constitution. No, he did like lawyer Constitution stuff to the Constitution. Like he fixed it up, I think. Put legalese in there. Legalese. Yeah. Um. But I think basically what we've boiled it down to is to read the whole thing. It's a very long document on the air is not doable. And that's why I didn't think it was a full podcast. What Curtis and I, I think, have come up with, and other people help them too, I'm not sure who, is we're going to boil it down to like 15 decision points. Okay. You and I are going to make, they're going to say, should this have X spots or no? Should, you know, different rules and debates we've had. And we're just going to debate these 10 to 15 decisions. Okay. And, and th- does that sound good? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought it would be of like, okay, here is the Constitution. We have our, our constitutional scholar and we were sort of like debating like, well, well, why is this in the Constitution? I don't I don't want this in the Constitution. Right. Uh, so that's basically what it is. Because I just feel stuff- like it's weird that me and you are the hosts of this podcast. And I feel like I've had no say. Maybe you have a lot of say, uh, but I feel like I've had no input into the Constitution of this podcast. Yeah, but 90% of the things are just like things we've already established. Okay. They're not making new rules for us. They're codifying the rules that we have created. All right. Well, I read the punishments in there. I didn't make up any of those. There's punishments in there? Akiva, this is very distressing that you were supposed <laughs> to be the guy on the Constitution and you haven't gotten I'm to any of the, the articles about the, the punishments. Oh, you know, I... I I think we have to debate whether there should be punishments and then we'll debate what the punishments should be. Mm-hmm. Whether what they put in to me is not canon on okay. what the punishments are. Okay. Canon fodder. Canon fodder. And, you know, should there be a, a Renap Supreme Court? How long should they only have like a one year, you know, terms? If, if, if so, okay. those are all things we can debate. But I think that could be like the mailbag one week. I don't think it, I, because if you want to hear that, great, but some people don't want to hear it. So let's not make the whole podcast out of the Constitution. Does that make sense? I'm not. Not really, not, but okay. You, you think it's a, you, if you think it's a full episode, we'll do a full episode. You think people are going to be like, sweet, they get to argue about the Constitution next week? Because, I mean, it is sort of. Should we put the, up a poll? Yeah. Would you rather us do Groundhog Day or the Constitution? <laughs> I put up a poll. I don't know why this hasn't, hasn't happened yet of should no. the Constitution, ratifying the Constitution, be an episode or not? Oh, a full episode or just part of the bailback. Perfect. I'm, that will I will put that poll up when this episode comes out. Okay. I think it'll win. I think it will win that it should be a full episode. And then but if you're I'm wrong, on, I'm on team not full episode. And then if you're wrong, then you can say yeah. that I was right. See, this was a bad episode. Yeah, but what if you're wrong and it's a bad episode? I, what do I get to do? Nothing. I get to say you. I was right. That's what I just said. Yeah, but uh, but I think you think you're going to be right. I might be. I might not be. All right. Fair enough. 
Uh, I listen. Aaron. I could tell you uh, off the top of my head. All the times I thought something was going to be in a good episode, and it wasn't. Of this show, there's never been. That's never happened. Well, only bad ones have turned good. Nothing good has ever been bad. Yeah. Okay. That's and, what I heard. And often when it's a bad episode, it's because of my failures of, uh, you know, producing the show. No, usually it's because, like, I had an idea and then you didn't really, like, say, like, oh, you're that's a bad idea. And then we do it. And then and then it's like, oh, yeah, I should have just told you it's a bad idea. No, I, I usually like. I beat myself up. I beat myself up. And uh, don't beat yourself. Listen, uh, most of these are most the these day, are big man. hits. Yeah. What you're you're in a bad mood if there's a bad renap? Definitely. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, listen, something like last week, I wasn't thrilled afterwards. No, no fault of anyone. I just thought you know we could have structured it. Food better. doesn't taste right. I'm gonna just. I agree. Yeah, nothing goes down wrong. Well, listen, we're playing with house money. We did the sleepover podcast. We get like six free weeks. That's what I think. Yeah. This is house money right now, these episodes. And today, what about the thing about today? Today was good, I thought. I, I had fun. But a lot of times, yeah, I feel like an episode like this, I, I feel like that I had a, a, a great time talking to yeah. you. But sure. I, know, but I feel like a lot of times that these are not people's favorite episodes. It's not going to be like number one the next time we do rings, which, of course, we're famously never going to do rings again. What was but, the one a couple of weeks ago where I, I, it, was, it was just me and you and I felt like I had the, the best time and... People were like, eh. Golden Girls. Gold, Golden Girls. Was it Golden Girls? No, I feel yeah, like it was more so. recent than Golden Girls. That was only like five episodes ago. Mm, uh, what else? I think, it was, I think it was more recent than that. I'm not sure. <laughs> These all blend together. Uh, was it, uh, was it, I don't know, the wheel list just froze for me. Um, um, uh, Robin Akiva Solve Another Murder? Did you like oh, that yeah, one? No, yeah, I, I had a great time uh, making Robin yeah, that was great. another murder. And then, yeah. uh, you know, I felt like the dinosaur sort of was, uh, you know, it just came and people, went. People want us to, um, people want, we can listen, Rob, we can't, we can't, you know, solve the world's problems every week. Some <laughs> weeks we hit home runs and some weeks we hit singles. Uh, and then some weeks we strike out like last week. The um, Hot Take Tournament was 10 episodes ago. Should there be a sequel to that? People want us to talk about sequels. The Hot Take Tournament was only 10 episodes ago? Yeah, it feels like longer ago. Yeah, that can't be right. It was episode 57. We're up to episode 67. I guess so. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that was November 8th. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was great. I don't know if we're ready for another hot take tournament. Uh, I'd like to do another hot take tournament, but maybe it should be like an annual thing. Yeah, I mean, I we haven't I mean, even had Megan Z on the mailbag yet. You know, we, I meant to sort of ask her for this week, and I forgot, but I usually do ask her. Yeah. We'll see what comes up. Maybe next week is a Megan Z week. Okay, but I, I think the hot take tournament should be back, but I feel like it should be, um, we should find a time for... In due time. Yeah. I agree. Maybe, maybe it should be in the summer, where it's like the, ta- the, the weather is hot, and it, so are yeah, the takes. That's right. Also, I, I like the idea of, we, we discussed, I think it's in the wheel waiting room, the rant tournament. I still, I'm not dead on that idea. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. You don't love it? I just um, don't know okay. if it, if it uh, distinguishes itself enough from the hot take tournament. Okay, maybe it's like a, it's like a spiritual sequel. A couple things. Um, we we, we will at some point we'll get to the best friend finder. I, Chris McGinnis uh, is working very hard on a different episode right now. Um, Robert Akiva need catchphrases. You could fill those out also if you go to uh, my Twitter feed somewhere. We got a lot of good catchphrases in there. Maybe that's next week's podcast. Who knows? Okay. All right. Uh, the coin flip is on the wheel. The crappy movie diaper has one spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we might get to talk about Whoopi Goldberg two weeks in a row if uh, that comes up. That would be fun. I, now it's the perfect now time Whoopi for Eddie. Now Whoopi is already part of the Renap world. Yeah, she's in the Renap universe. She's canonically a figure, you know, a candidate possibly even for Stans versus Ops. Yeah. So who knows? Mount Rushmore 
Uh, we already worked out the Mount Rushmore of... Uh, or we haven't really figured out Mount Rushmore of the view. What do you think the Mount Rushmore... I mean, I guess it's probably Barbara Walters. Yeah. Whoopi. Joy. Who's the fourth one? Well... Sherry Shepard? I don't know. I feel like that... Uh, I do love Meredith Vieira. Yeah, but then you're just picking the four, four original people. Uh, Whoopi's not an original person. I know. Okay, fair enough. So three people. I mean, look, uh, Mount Mount Rushmore. But, like the, that, but that, that's the four Yo. longest tenured people. I think. Though. Yeah. Yo, I, how do you think you get to be on Mount Rushmore? By by. So like. Oh, so you're saying, and you told me this before we started, that if Trump gets a third term, you think he should be on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if he gets a third term, I think that uh, we're. You know, probably will be on Mount Rushmore. Probably would be. Yeah, he probably would think, think, think at that you know, point. We're, we're sort of making yeah. the rules up as we go at that point. Yeah. Is that uh, what it's going to be now? We're just going to throw each other under the bus like Chester and I do? Or, <laughs> or can we call it truce? Can we call it truce? I think when it's funny, I think we could do it. Okay. Was that funny? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I didn't think so. Okay. Uh, so. I, right. I, what, I, what I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed about this with podcasting, is when you make a joke or you say something earnestly that's clearly facetious, at least. Ten people will no, think they miss it. They miss. Well, a couple you missed it because people. Chester told the Boris Johnson joke yes. during the sleepover episode where where a drunk British guy bit him on the eye, and he said that guy Boris Johnson, which is a very funny joke. And we've gotten many, many tweets know, and Facebook I messages. Uh, I, I think that probably if you don't know Chester, I think that uh, his delivery, I think probably could have. Uh, given a, a little bit, away. like he could have been, like he but I was, thought that was a good joke. It That's was like a, impeccable it, timing. It, it was a good, it was a good, a good line. But I, I, I can understand why people are confused. Fair enough. Uh, I can, I, I can understand the conf- the confusion. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I, I feel like that. You know, he, if he was laughing when he when he said it, like. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a. It is, was that, a is that how you're supposed to let people know that you're making a good joke that you laugh at it? That's my. I style. think that because it was not been. If it was on, if it was the same exact joke that was on 32 fans and people knew that, okay, they know Chester better. And then, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, for people that were maybe strangers to Chester, mm. might not know his sense of Should humor. Should we put that on the wheel? Strangers to Chester and just like <laughs> deep dive into his brain? Hey, look, Chester ended up in, uh, I think, three different moments in the best yeah, of 2019 on Rob's podcast this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Wheel or no wheel is on the wheel. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about that one. People's Choice, mm-hmm. Third Wheel, uh, Robin Akiva, Enjoy the View is done. Uh, Robin Akiva yeah, versus Six Brothers is on. Uh, Robin Akiva need a catchphrase. Uh, yep. Then we have Robin Akiva need a verdict. Robin Akiva give listeners a nickname. And a sequel mechanism, you say, is up to two spots. That's correct. I'll say one to ten on the 20-sided die will be uh, Stands versus Ops and 11 to 20, Conspirapod 3. Okay. Wow. Two of the most anticipated episodes we've ever we've ever done. Very First. good, very good. Okay, all right. So uh, here we and go. The next week, sixty nine spots. So if you want to get picked, now is the time to jump off the wheel. If you're if you if you're out there and you're Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, you want to get picked now because next week you don't have a you have like a one in ninety chance next week. Or something. <laughs> all right. So let's see. Uh, all right. What so- do we do? What do we do if my if Doctor Mike doesn't come next week? Do we take a week off and record with him? And then whenever that comes up, we'll play it. So we're gonna. So he's I don't gonna think we should let him go. Sixty nine spots on the wheel because uh, until it comes no, up. No, no, we just record it, and then maybe it gets like fifteen spots for Valentine's Day in, in two weeks later. But we've already recorded it. Okay. And then, um, 
We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll okay. cross that bridge when we get to it. I, I mean, I, I, it. I don't know if Doctor Michael will ultimately be heartbroken if uh, it works out that uh, like but oh, the I listeners didn't get to be might on be. Robin to keep and eat a podcast. Oh, he will be. He will be. Yeah, uh, I'll have to promise him. Like uh, you know, fill in on know it alls. Oh, th- you mean just to come here? He's going to need like a second carrot just to just to just to join us. We want people. I mean, he. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I like when people you know, come on. Look, is he going to stay for the wheel? You think, Doctor Mike, the mailbag? I don't know. It depends. Depends on how much time he has. Uh, right. But you know, I, I do think that there is often, you know, a little bit of the that, as they like to say, the quid pro quo on these things. Of uh, sure, I'll mm-hmm. I'll do the Robin Akiva need a podcast spot, but mm-hmm. you you should say okay, you could be a replacement note all, but then it's him and Stephen. Like you take the week off. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here is mm-hmm. our spin for episode number 68. What if we use the veto in January, Rob? Like right now. Well, okay. Round and round. Right? Round she we get, goes. Is that part of the Constitution? We, we still have like one veto plus the Super Friends veto for the whole year? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Uh, Akiva, next week, episode Uh-oh. number 68. You and yeah. I will be discussing how uh, Robin can need a catchphrase. Okay, I'm excited about that. Okay, yes, we have. Oh, so please send in more submissions there. I won't lock it yet. That there, if you search uh, my name and catchphrase on Twitter, you'll find uh, uh, Google Form. We have a lot of submissions, but we could use some more. Uh, how's that going to work? Let's let's work that out now okay. on air, Rob. So how's that episode going to be? We are going to be getting what? How many submissions are we getting? Is it? Uh, I mean, I guess depending on how many we get, is that a tournament? No, we have we have more than enough submissions. I think we have enough for a tournament. My question is mostly: Are we each getting a separate catchphrase? Are there two separate tournaments? Is there a Rob catchphrase tournament? Is there an Akiva catchphrase tournament? Also, is it just Rob? Is it a catchphrase for the overall podcast the that overall we can podcast. both use? It's the show has had a catchphrase, not... Oh, so we're both going to say the same catchphrase. I wanted it to be like, it's your catchphrase, but then you're going to start incorporating it on the, all your shows. No, this is the Renap catchphrase. This is, a, this is like, the, uh, this is on a t-shirt. This okay. is uh, put it on the t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. So we should have 32 catchphrases. Like hashtag, we- you know, everything. Okay, fine. So we already have more than 32, but send in, who cares? We'll, we'll have someone... And now, do we need someone to host it for us, or do you think do you think just someone makes the bracket off I'll leave air? that up to you. I think these things work better with a host. Okay, fine. But I'll, I'll leave that up to you. I think it probably does, but it'll be scheduled and contingent. So, uh, all right, we're doing two episodes next week, right? Because we're doing uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, you and I will talk about too. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we will then uh, talk about, uh, need a catchphrase. Um, all right. And do you want to read a couple of reviews? We got some good reviews the last few weeks. Okay. All right. I was going to ask you, do you want to do uh, 30 seconds on Carlos Beltran? Yeah, we could do that while you look up the reviews. <laughs> Carlos Beltran, you know, the Mets, the Mets just gave in to, to public sentiment. Like Beltran, if he cheated as a player that has no bearing on what he should do as a manager, maybe you feel differently. I, I want someone. I want the Bill Belichick of, of the MLB on our side. Mm-hmm. If someone's going to cheat, it may as well be us. We tried not cheating, Rob. For our whole lifetimes, and we have won once. I need to win whether it's cheating or not. Yeah. In life, I don't believe in cheating, but baseball is not real life, and the Mets just need to win the World Series. Doesn't matter how they do it. 
Yeah, so my my take on that was started off pretty similar to you. I felt like that. Uh, who cares? Just let it. It's not a big deal. But then I, I really have come around to. I I think that um, this is the tip of the iceberg. I think there's going to be like a lot more with this. I, I think that this cheating scandal is not going to go away. I think there are going to be many many more shoes and shirts and buzzers to drop. Yeah, and I, I think that. Brody, he's best friends with AJ Hinch, the Astros manager. He was the best man in his wedding. I think he knew everything that was going on there. I, I think that he that Carlos Beltran was involved in more stuff than uh, just uh, there in uh, 2017 with the Astros. Uh, I think that there's more and more to this story, and I think that better just like okay, let's start from scratch rather than you know who knows when the next. Uh, you know, athletic story is going to drop about something else that was going on in baseball and how it's tied to Carlos Beltran or Alex Cora or whoever and just move on. And I think that Brody knew everything that was going on everywhere and uh, is acting like, oh, my God, what a blindside. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um but what if uh, more people being involved means maybe it's less of a big deal for one specific person to be involved and then like, I don't know. All these guys are getting hired again in six months. So why are we the ones to fire them? Uh, I don't know. Uh, and I kind of feel like that Carlos Beltran was going to be a puppet for Brody anyway. So I feel like he'll just find a new puppet. Uh, yeah, I, managers don't do anything. That's why they get paid very little. They get paid less than like the least important reliever on your team. Uh, and if it was a football coach, teams would like the, the Saints did with Sean Payton, got suspended, keep them because they were actually useful and not just the puppet of the organization. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. All right. Real quick. Uh, Dendala just wanted to be review number 300. Even though my wow. ideals for the wheel rarely get read on the show, this podcast, unlike Akiva, is cool. Needs more Chester. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Block Chakra said, even though my chakra is unblocked, I was still able to enjoy this podcast. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the one that you liked? What was the one that was... Uh... Oh, no. We just got some positive reviews. I don't know. The okay. last like bunch have been positive. Okay, uh, and then if you give them a chance, you won't regret it by jbilly87. Akiva isn't cool, and some have questioned if he knows how to wash the dishes, but he can make you laugh uh, week in and week out while going through the worst year of his life. He's doing something right. Rob's also great, bringing some charisma and wit that got him cast on Survivor over a decade ago. Need a t-shirt and a Renap Rube Goldberg machine on it. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, Akiva... Great job once again. Of course, listen to Akiva and Chester every week on the 32 Fans Podcast as they mm -hmm. uh, are on the lead up to... What, what Super Bowl number is it? Uh, Super Bowl 54. 54. Okay. There you go. Uh, do you think that they will have Dr. Mike sing the Super Bowl at uh, Super Bowl 69? Uh, yeah, I think that's... You think... You're asking of Dr. Mike, <laughs> the character from, at that point, many, many years ago, Survivor will sing the Super Bowl halftime show or the national anthem? Yeah. What's your question? <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah. Will Dr. Mike sing the national anthem? Could it be yeah. like the field on-field doctor, maybe? Could it be like a team physician maybe. at that? Maybe. Like if, if anyone's uh, boy, like... Akiva, uh, God willing, yeah. if we make it to uh, Super Bowl 69, uh, what, yeah. a, what a year and a lead up that will be for Super Bowl 69. You think so? I don't know if they'll... I don't think that... We might make it Super Bowl 69. 
I don't think the NFL will. But I'm not sure. No, I think that they're. I think the NFL was teetering for uh, at one point, but they, they. This was a real comeback season for. Uh, uh, did anybody even mention canceling the NFL this year? No, they had a, they had a very good year. I agree. The the ratings are good. Every every Sounds other show's here. ratings is Sounds back here. Yeah, there's something like 93. Of the top hundred shows are are all sports, and most of them are football. So there's nothing else on TV besides football anymore. Okay. 2035. That's when Super Bowl 69 would be. That's a long time. Long time. Okay. All right. Akiva. Mm-hmm. Great job. We'll it's be right back. back at you. Yeah. Look for Akiva and I talking about Curb Enthusiasm in our post show recaps podcast feed. We'll get a we'll, You think we'll, you still have access to that feed? Yes. Even? Yes. We'll light up okay. the old Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast feed. So be on the lookout for our Curb Your Enthusiasm recap. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come the man in black. Man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing. But trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see. And we be places that you need not be. So go with your life. Look at the Roswell crap. Show love to the black suit. Because that's the man in. That's the man in. Here come the man in black. Here they come. Galaxy Defenders. Yeah.